0: How do I say goodbye
1: to what we Welcome to Better Than MJ and... Better Than Kobe. We, My name is Katulus Prodigy proud Alongside me is... It's your boy Stitch. We're back at it again.
2: Yes. Uh, we've been away for a good while. Um, obviously, you've been hearing us on Black and Black Times Infinity, so it's, if you needed to hear our voices, you knew where to find us. Um, just... Obviously, I got a baby that's ready to come any minute now, yep. uh, so unfortunately, I haven't been able to put out the uh, sports podcast as much as we wanted to, but obviously, um, I mean, we just jump right into it, talk about the big, uh, insanely large news story that uh, took place was the uh, passing of uh, Kobe Bean Bryant uh, that took place. Sunday. On Sunday. We're Sunday. We we're recording today is Tuesday. Two- Tuesday. Tuesday. Yep. Yeah. So two days later, been just about forty-eight hours since um, we got the news of what happened. um, If you've been living under a rock, which ironically, I had somebody who asked me yesterday. Oh Jesus! Oh, did you you hear about Kobe Bryant? I just looked at him like, yes, (laughs) I. The world (laughs) heard. Yes. Holy fuck. Yeah. I. So uh, it's um, what we. I'll just go basically based on how I found out Mm -hmm. or whatever and just quick briefly, but there was a uh, plane, I'm sorry, a helicopter uh, crash that took place in uh, Southern California, Calabasas, California. Um, On that flight, uh, it was Kobe, his daughter Gianna, Mm -hmm. and seven other people uh, who were also friends of uh, Kobe Bryant, uh, teammates uh, of his daughter's basketball team and their parents along with the pilot. Um, there were no survivors nope um don't know all the details on exactly what happened we've heard uh, a lot of information coming out saying it was it a was, uh, real foggy out that day and um L- even heard things saying lapd supposedly didn't weren't even flying their helicopters during this i guess weather these weather conditions but regardless um not trying, blaming anything on whatever it was just a tragic accident but um, i mean i remember i was uh what i was I, someone pointed out to the tv screen at, uh, where i was at and because they know I'm a, I'm a huge kobe fan and they were just like yo uh stitch you see that and i, I look up and i read the bottom line and it says like and it, it was just a big fog yep. or whatever because it's it just absorbing and everything hitting you at once but you just i remember reading the bottom line saying kobe bryant uh killed in crash the, I could see the image of uh, just looked like a wreckage site um, yeah. and everything and I just remember yelling out no uh, yeah. just surreal, unreal I mean obviously the name of the podcast <laughs> J Better Than Kobe I'm a huge Kobe Bryant fan um, and it, it was just unreal uh, absolutely surreal just to uh, just the shock of it and everything
1: We're doing this partly as even just kind of therapy, almost. Mm -hmm. I mean, not only do we have to talk about it, but (laughs) it it truly is the name of the podcast, and this is the most surreal moment in sports in a long time. Yes. Uh, Only 41 years of age. She retired four years ago, I think. Yes. Um, This man still had a huge um, shadow over all things basketball and certainly all things Laker-related. Oh, yeah. Lakers have LeBron and now Anthony Davis and, you know, having a good season and all that. None of that fucking matters. No. Uh, the shadow of Kobe and the Kobe stands is just overwhelming when it comes to all of basketball and certainly for all of uh, Lakerland. land. Um, this was a, a, a kick in the fucking balls. Uh, all the way around the world has been in mourning and trying to play tribute we're going to get into a whole bunch of that but but stitch i gotta ask you man like um just on a human level what did you how are you dealing how are you dealing what do you think
2: it's hard um and just to go back from what you you touched on uh with, with just a death like this i mean we've Obviously, I mean, you're a couple years older than I I am, um, so I was born in 1981, so I've seen... I'm like one year older. Where did this couple come from? But, I mean, we've, we've, seen sort, we've seen tragedies that have happened throughout our, our lifetime. Yep. Um, we, we're not old enough to witness the, uh, the Kennedy assassination or like Martin Luther King or things of that nature that our parents witnessed and, and grandparents and, and those older than us have. Um, we obviously were around for major incidents like 9-11. Um, I remember vividly the uh, the Michael Jackson passing yep. when, when that news broke. He was another icon figure. Um, this being obviously sports-related and uh, just doing my research and trying to wrap my brain around stuff and listening to other shows, radio shows, podcasts, and, and other tributes they talked about, uh, I guess tried to bring some sort of relation to it. And... Um, the, the name that was brought up was Roberto Clemente. Yeah. Um, I Pittsburgh Pirate. Yeah, Pittsburgh Pirate, uh, Latino baseball player. Uh, he died in a plane crash, and I cannot remember if this was after his playing days or during his playing days. During his playing days. During his playing days. His playing days. And um, also, uh, I've heard people talk about Thurman Munson, um, who was a Yankee uh, basketball, uh, baseball player, and then... And one that got brought to my attention that I didn't realize today was Derek Thomas. Mm. Um, completely forgot about that. But I was listening to uh, Nick Wright. Uh, he's a sports broadcaster on like Fox Sports. And uh, the thing with the Nick Wright, um, with the Derek Thomas car crash, was that he got in the car crash. Um, and then it was days later he ended up passing. So there was co- sort of like a mourning period where we were all shocked about it, where it just wasn't like a blink of an eye that person's completely gone. But Derek Thomas was actually playing and uh, and active in his sport. Um, personally, this is I mean it's it's rough. I, I'm sorry, I remember Steve McNair. After Steve McNair was one of my favorite quarterbacks. Yes. Um, yeah. When he when I that news passed uh, of his passing, I was I was shocked by that. But um, This is obviously different.
1: Can I get Um, a quick one in from when we were little? Yeah, that that just kind of nowhere near on this level. But he felt like he was on the come up, which was was Drazen Petrovic. Yes, that's a that's a really good one for the Nets. Yes, for those who who are too fucking young, he had the buzz and hype similar to uh, over in Dallas, um, Luca.
2: Yeah, I forgot. That's a really really good one. Um, He was a beast. He was a three point shooting machine. Um, I, uh, obviously lived in New Jersey for a while. His numbers retired yeah. at, um, well, I was going to say the Meadowlands, but they don't play in the Meadowlands, and they aren't the New Jersey Nets anymore, so I'm kind of curious. Maybe in Brooklyn? I, I would assume it's still carried over the Jersey over to Brooklyn, but yeah, uh, he, his was a car crash, if I yeah. remember correctly. Um, I think
1: back in Eastern Europe or something, I yeah, believe. Yeah,
2: something crazy like that, but, um, it's this is rough. Um, I'm a huge Kobe fan, and, um... I, I guess we can sort of. The, your direct question was how I'm dealing with this. Um, I'm still processing it. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people are, and it's really weird because, um, I I normally don't get attached to celebrity deaths sure. or death in general. Um, I've had family members pass away, some tragic and some not so much, and obviously it's a, it's a sad, sad situation, but. This one really shook me to my core. And uh, just hearing other people talk about Kobe's impact on them um, was really interesting because, obviously, I've never met Kobe. Kobe has no idea, or had no idea. It's, it's a funny saying, had. Yeah, past but, tense. Yeah. Um, had no idea who I was or anything like that. But as a... And I've been trying to sort of psychoanalyze myself on why it's affecting me so much... And I've gotten like solace in just understanding is just say an, an athlete or whatever. I'm, obviously, I'm not a professional athlete, but as someone who played sports as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, you understand the concept of you practice, you practice hard, yep. you practice perfect, and you thrive to get better and better and better. Um, those were damn near. That's it was the that's the formation of the Mamba mentality. Yeah. Um, is just you work on your craft, whatever it is that you love. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if it's sports or anything. And you just get better and better at it until you are the best. Yeah. And that doesn't mean you stop. You keep thriving at it and you try to just improve. And it's something um, that a lot of hyper-competitive people uh, believe in. Even if you're not a, a quote-unquote Kobe stan like I am, mm-hmm. um, you can just hear people talk that were just like, Kings fans, yep. Pistons fans, uh, Celtics fans, they respected the shit out of him because they knew he was just an insane worker. You yeah. weren't going to outgrind him in the gym. Uh, you weren't going to be in the gym before he was, and you weren't going to stay in the gym after he was. I mean, i you can watch many, many YouTube videos, and one of the ones that um, Jason uh, Williams uh, talked about yeah, uh, was very... uh, hilarious about how uh, he was, I guess, playing... Kobe his first time in the league, and so he goes to the gym. Kobe's already in there. Uh, they're both working out on opposite ends of the court, and uh, Jason's done with his workout. Kobe's still going. And he's like, all right, this, this dude's crazy, whatever. And so then after the game, after Kobe whoops their butt or whatever, he talks to him after the game. He's like, yo, he's like, I saw you in the gym. He's like, I, how, how do you work out so hard? He's like, I saw you come in. He's like, but I wanted you to know that you weren't going to outwork me. So I wasn't leaving till after you left. everything and it's just that whole mindset and i love it it's just that competitive nature on whatever it is that you do it you're you're in it to win it's no participation trophies it's no no everyone gets a juice box or no saw an orange slices that's that was not kobe's way and that's personally something that i love uh loved about him and why he was obviously my favorite athlete of all time
1: let me get in here. Um, and th- those are great, eloquent words. Uh, I think it's important to kind of remember a few things about him. It's, it sounds weird to say remember a few things. Um, Kobe actually came from a stable two-parent household. Kobe didn't come from the hoods of West Philadelphia. No. Kobe's father was a NBA player. And spent some of his formative years in Italy. He, they came from money. They came from money. and the reason why I point that out is because you have to give credit to someone who wasn't struggling to eat or you know, I have to do I have to shoot this ball real well, otherwise I won't survive and I you know I need to play for provide for my family. That wasn't where this came from. Right. There was just a hunger and desire inside him. To win and be great, and you have to respect that. The other thing I want to mo- mention, and I, this is more of a question, I always heard about the the Mamba style, the Black Mamba uh, as a nickname. I feel like the first time I heard that was after the Kill Bill movie. Was that a coincidence, or am I tripping on oh, that?
2: Wow. I would, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it was. If I, I'd have to go and look at interviews, but I'm very, p- pretty confident that it was after post that, just because he. That whole, I'm going to get revenge and I'm, gonna, I'm just out to annihilate whoever's in front of me on my list.
1: And, and it was such a great... Yeah. If, if that truly is, we'll have to fact check, but if that's truly from the Kill Bill movies, some of my favorite movies of all time, it's, it's such a great way of paying tribute to those movies and then embracing that mentality that was uh, basically an assassin. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, and taking that and applying it to basketball and your whole work ethic and everything. So the,
2: uh, the, Something that also stuck out with me about the... Is we w- literally watched Kobe grow up? Yep. Um, obviously, we we love our sports. We love basketball, baseball to a lesser extent uh, between me and you. And um, but with with basketball and even like football, basketball you're connected more to the player. You see their face. Yeah. You they're, they're a larger than life person. They're
1: tank top and shorts. Yes. <laughs> I
2: mean now when, when obviously when you talk about like generational icons. Mm-hmm. We, talk about obviously jordan was first um kobe came after and now we're in this lebron era um we saw kobe as a 17 year old kid yes. get drafted into the league and then spend 20 years in the nba if you think about that we saw kobe's life longer in the nba than he had previously lived 17 exactly. years before the nba 20 years in the nba we watched him Go to his prom with Brandy. Yeah. Um, we watched him uh, go through, uh, and we'll, we'll touch on some of the, 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 uh, the I guess, maybe controversial stuff that, that took place throughout his career, but we watched him progress from a teenager uh, to becoming a star alongside with Shaq, mm-hmm. and becoming villainized by a lot of Laker fans because he ran Shaq out of town. Mm-hmm. Then the Lakers were, were down. Yep, the built the leaders. Lakers back up. Yep, uh, was on leaving and so. everything going to the Bulls and, and Clippers or, or whatever it was, and just being tired of that, and then rebuilding and then winning championships post Shaq. So we we watched him progress throughout his entire career, unlike we have with other other people. And the, with LeBron, it's like we saw we saw him play in high school, but he was already a part of like the machine that they were already oh, yeah. transforming him into where it's. Co- and I mean, LeBron's a man child. LeBron yes. is just, he's like a linebacker playing basketball. Yeah. He, he's just. Linebacker tight end. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Kobe was, I mean, slender, skinny kid. Just he looked kind of like one of us. He wasn't jumping 40, 50 inches. No, not like not Jordan that was.
1: But, but you also got to remember this, too, just to put this, uh, bear this in mind. <laughs> we were in high school. When he made his announcement yes. that he was leaving high school for the NBA, yes. Now the pri- the year prior, Kevin Garnett had done the same thing. Kevin Garnett is six feet thirteen yes. or six feet eleven, yes. whatever you They're want to call it. Big man. huge big man, and Kevin Garnett was the first one to do it in like twenty years or so.
2: Well, yeah, yeah. You your Garnett, Kemp, Sean Kemp was another one, and I think. Oh, it did- yeah, Kim. Kim okay, yeah, I'm sorry. There'd been a gap, There'd have been He's no been... real, like, swingman guards that, no. had, that had done it. I and know there Jermaine were... O'Neal ended up coming out, uh, I think... Later, uh, yeah. yeah. Was it Dawkins or Malone? Either Dawkins or Moses Malone, I forget one. I think it was Dawkins ended up not playing um, college ball. Yeah. But, it's, obviously, it, Kobe...
1: It's a on. rare feat, especially when we're talking about guards, and there were a lot of questions. Yes. Never forget that uh, Jerry West... Pulled off his fucking magic, because Charlotte drafted him.
2: Yeah. and Never dribbled one dribble for the Hornets. He
1: put on the Charlotte hat, and it was kind of like that old man uh, Homer Simpson uh, guy. Put on the hat, put it on the corner, and then turned right around yeah. and went right back out the door. They snatched him up. Um, that was a finessing by uh, Mr. West. Yes. And uh, the Lakers got him. They shipped Divock, who was a very good... Yes. Veteran player at the time, mm-hmm. um, and uh, Dvog went to uh, Sacramento, and, and the rest is kind of fucking history. Yes. But wow, it, you, you're right about seeing him play for so long. We felt like we knew him. But the other thing you have to bear in mind: the Lakers are a marquee franchise, not just for basketball but for sports. Yes. So all, all it almost feels like all, even when you're not living in Southern California. The Lakers are always on TV. Yes. We the regular season games are on we, TV. We
2: also need to, I mean, address the, the whole Southern California thing. Um, Southern California is a weird, weird place. We are in Northern California. It might as well be two damn different states or whatever. I personally am not a big Los Angeles fan as a city. Um, traffic sucks. Uh, you just got transplants of people all over the place. Yep. And it's a bandwagon sort of town. Yeah. Whatever but it's a Laker town,
1: oh, most certainly. It's
2: a Laker town more so than than the Dodgers. Yes, and the Lakers were not born or or in, originated there. Oh, they that's... came over from from Minna- I can't Minneapolis. I can never pronounce Minneapolis. Minneapolis, and you have just iconic figures. In uh, I mean, people talk about oh, being the the quarterback for the, uh, the the Dallas Cowboys or or doing this for the Yankees or whatever. The the Lakers. Have that prestige of you literally have people that you that just go by one name. You have Kareem, Magic, Shaq, Worthy, Kobe, Worthy, uh, Bill. It's all one name, and everybody in that city is the second most populated
1: city in the United States about four or five million people. They all know
2: who the hell you're talking about, And and it's a
1: media hub, yes. Yes. Is the spotlight I'm sorry, to it'll jump in, eat you. It'll eat you up. The spotlight is as bright and it's hard to put this in words, mm-hmm. but the spotlight is about as bright as you could possibly have it. <laughs> the entire media and entertainment world is focused on you. The regular citizens of LA are just focused on you. You are a celebrity because you are on the team. But with that, there is this overwhelming pressure. Because it is all about banners for this organization. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you cannot produce, you will hear about it at the grocery store. You will hear about it uh, when you valet your car at that fancy <laughs> Hollywood restaurant. Yeah. You will hear about it in it, so not just social media. It You will hear about it everywhere. And people like, even though I loved him when he played for this, people like KD, who are a little media sensitive, mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to handle that spotlight. People like Kyrie, who, yeah. you know, and all yeah. his drama and what. There's a lot of very good, great players, even Hall of Fame players, that would not be able to handle Los Angeles Laker purple and gold.
2: I, I completely agree. We've had we've touched on conversations on that in terms of being able to play in a larger city versus playing able to play in larger in a smaller media market. I, uh, I most recently think of when we were talking about like San Antonio stuff with like uh, Popovich and, mm-hmm. and being able to control the media. You you ain't controlling nothing in yeah. L. A. or right. whatever. The media is gonna say, and do whatever the hell they want, and you're just going to either be down, either get down or lay down.
1: And, and I'm sorry, to even go no, back to this tragic helicopter crash, we see very a clear evidence because TMZ yeah. released, prior to the Sheriff's Department of Los Angeles uh, getting a chance to notify Next of Kin family that this helicopter crash That's, occurred.
2: Now, this is, I mean, I think we'll, we'll definitely uh, discuss it on uh, the podcast tomorrow in mm-hmm. terms of how tmz operates mm-hmm. and everything um tmz obviously is notoriously for getting it out there fast yep it may not be correct all the time but i mean sometimes they are dead ass they eventually being right but they don't really seem to have the etiquette of being like maybe we should hold up on this or whatever they just oh we got the hot scoop can you confirm it's confirmed? roll it out there it doesn't matter who it hurts or whatever it is that is going and, on.
1: And also paying people yes. to to snitch or release stuff as right. well. They, you know, you could you could make some very lucrative uh, financial returns on having a hot scoop.
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean, we can get a, a speculation and stuff, but I mean, essentially, TMZ is not going to find out unless somebody there is saying, yeah, it's Kobe's helicopter. TMZ yep. isn't the police no. or whatever. So somebody called TMZ and gave them the scoop and unfor- and probably secured a little bit of money for doing it and it's yep. just an unfortunate situation um I but it's what gla- they do yeah I'm, I'm glad i didn't find out that way yeah um i just happen to not have my phone but I've, I've seen it happen numerous times where tmz will i remember when they little wayne was supposedly be dead it was supposed mm-hmm. to be dead or whatever and uh they ended up being wrong about that but tmz will just roll it out give little edits and updates and stuff like that, and they just figure it out as they go along. Yep. But um, I'm glad... Well, I don't want to say glad, but when I saw it, 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 it had hit all of the major news markets because all the TVs that I was around, it was just plastered oh. all over that. Uh, just to go back on, on something that you said that I, I heard... Um, I think it was Bomani Jones said something that was really, really interesting, um, and you touched on it in terms of how Kobe was brought up as being a sort of a rich kid um, with... Uh, obviously well off Mm -hmm. father played in the league but he had the respect of other athletes who did not uh get that upbringing yep and uh interesting thing that you think that you uh that was brought to my attention is a lot of times celebrity athletes uh when they have kids they're worried that their kids are going to be soft because they didn't have to go through the grind that uh that they had to do because they had money. A lot of, Especially when you think about that draft class, mm-hmm. uh, where you have like Garnett, uh, Ray Allen, and other people, uh, like uh, Steven Jackson was another one. I, I They came from some rough, rough upbringing oh, or whatever. But they respected the hell out of Kobe because they knew that he wasn't just in it just to, oh, I'm just going to do what my dad did and whatever, and just half-ass it. They knew he was there to ball and was there to work just as hard as they did, if not harder. And... It, it, like, Iverson, for example, they had mutual respect, and you couldn't have picked two people that came from completely different backgrounds than yeah. Allen Iverson and um, and Kobe Bryant. And it, it sort of reminds me, and I mean, I don't want to shit on, like, Grant Hill, but everyone used to always say Grant Hill was soft. Because of Duke. Because of Duke, because of his upbringing, when his, his dad, dad played with so, yeah. the Cowboys. Yep. But, yeah, you, didn't, you did not get any whiff of that when it came to Kobe Bryant.
1: But I will tell you this, similar to Kobe, when, when Grant Hill pre-big injuries, was in Detroit, winning Rookie of the Year and all. Red Hill made a name for himself by balling out, working extremely hard, yeah. and uh, shutting people up and earning respect. Yes. Now, Kobe had to earn his respect with the Lakers. That rookie year, he sat the pine a lot. Uh, that rookie year, I think he... That's he, the we, air we, balls. He, the, two air balls against Utah, Utah. Yeah. A, a great Utah team with Carl Malone and, and uh, John Stockton, Hall of Famers. It went to... Uh, game six with against Jordan yeah. that year. Um, but he wasn't afraid of the moment. He wasn't afraid to take the shot. Right. And he got even hungrier as a result of that. Yeah. As a result of failing.
2: Yeah. And it, it was really amazing because you're, you're like, why is this young kid just, just shooting the ball? Like, yep. And I remember being mad. I'm like, what the fuck is this dude doing? Or whatever. Not, I mean, obviously looking back on it, you saw he was getting that foundation of... Yep. Uh, Somebody needs to take the shot. It might as well be me yeah. or whatever. I, I'm not scared of the moment. I I want to be in that moment, and I want I want to have control over the situation, which you grew to love. Hashtag mama mentality.
1: The biggest here's I'm gonna relate it to football a little bit. The quote that I got is from Keyshawn Johnson, and that's what it reminds me of. The Keyshawn Johnson with the oh, Jets yeah. was like, "Give me, Give me, the, me the damn ball." Yeah. It wasn't a matter of well. Nobody else is going to shoot it. You know, I might as well try. (laughs) No, Kobe said, give me the goddamn ball. I'm going to win this for us. Yeah. His rookie year. And love it or hate it, and there were times when it frustrated Lakers fans, if we're honest. Yeah. Kobe had no problem showing out and demonstrating his greatness by saying, I'm going to win this for us. I am going to shoot. I am the superstar. And the team already had an all-star backcourt. They had Eddie Jones yes. and Nick Van Exel. Yes. Along with Shaq. This was not a scrub team.
2: No, not not wow. at all. Um, I guess we can start a transition into the, late, the, the Kobe Shaq aspect. Of yeah, let's it. do it. Um, and we, we've used the term big man lazy and mm-hmm. everything. Yes, we have. And, I mean, it... Sort of comes to Shaq. Um, Shaq was, without a doubt, one of the most do- the most dominating force the NBA has seen. Like he was just yep. unstoppable. And meanwhile, you had somebody on the on the same team who was just a grindaholic, work my ass off. Uh, I didn't. I wasn't born with the best talents, but I'm gonna fucking outwork you, and I'm gonna get make myself better. While Shaq, it was perceived as, especially by from by some people and by Kobe is just... You, you're you not even trying to yeah. get better. You're just... Obviously, you're bigger. You're stronger than everybody else. You could have the world in the palm of your hands if you would work on your free throws.
1: Okay, so let me, let me say this about Shaq. Um, they played together eight years, if I'm not mistaken. Seven, eight years?
2: Yeah, I have to look it up. The exact um, number, but
1: yeah. Seven or eight years. Uh, they won three championships. They went to four finals. Shaquille O'Neal won... In his defense, again, this isn't a Kobe versus Shaq thing. Shaquille O'Neal won three finals MVPs um, in their 3 and he was extremely dominant. But at the same time, there's some truth truthiness to the fact that he put on more weight after each finals MVP and after each ring. Um, he seemed to care less about work ethic as it went on, as his career went on, but also at the same time, he was, he had been in the league since 92, so about four or five years yeah, more. He than was like 93. Than, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so a few years older than Kobe, and you can't have two alphas all the time.
2: Yeah, well, yeah. And we've talked about we talked that, about yeah.
1: this. Kobe was a younger alpha and Shaq was the veteran alpha that was starting to also age a bit yeah, yeah. and not take care of himself. Exactly. So you had two things going on. In addition to, as we already alluded to, Los Angeles is a media spotlight. Um, the questioning about this team that was already a three-peat team, and we hadn't seen a three-peat since the Jordan era, uh, It was the, the lights were shining bright. Yeah. The constant questions are, hey, do you guys like each other? Do you not get along? That was getting old for both of them. Yeah,
2: and obviously it came to a head at the uh, 2004 series? The Detroit one? The Detroit series. Um, and, I mean, it's it's ironic because I, I can remember all of where I was at each Kobe moment yeah. and, and Laker moment. I remember where I was when Ori hit the shot to beat the Kings. That was great. I remember where I was when he threw the alley-oop uh, to Shaq against Portland. I remember... Uh, I was in West Palm Beach, Florida. Uh, my boy Jeff's college watching them. Un- I-, I couldn't fathom how they were losing to this Detroit team. Or if I was a gambling man, I would have put up my whole house and oh. be like, we we got this. Four in a row. Yeah. Again. This is, this the is fourth cake. Yeah. Now we got Malone and Peyton. I'm like, oh. It's come over. Come on. It's over. Yeah. And it didn't happen. And it was just confusion. I, I was confused. And then that's when it just everything imploded. imploded and they were like he, it's either him or me um and they decided all right we are staying with We're COVID. going with the
1: young alpha yeah. versus the older alpha which was crazy and, and controversial controversial do ne- never forget that split the entire Laker fan base in fact i'm going to go Civil back War. I'm going you're damn right i'm going to say this and nobody was going to admit this in 2020 I think if you truly go back and look at some of the polling of the Laker Foundation, I think it was more like a 60-40 Shaq split at that time. Shaq was Teflon. You couldn't get mad at Shaq. Shaq was,
2: he had so much charisma. Yep. He was just funny. Movie he star. Movie star. He'd make you laugh and everything. And he was, he was proven. He was a proven star. He was a big fellow. Yeah. I mean, and this was a, a, a big man dominant league. Yep. Uh, you think about uh, Akeem... David Robinson, before that you had um, Kareem. Uh, just, just is the big man would dominate. Yep. And it was just like, why, and he's are still you, dominant. why are you getting rid of a big man that's still in his prime, that can still dominate for this guard that might or might not be what we need? How can we, now we got to rebuild and, and, and work around. And it was just really confusing uh, for Laker fans to, to just, why, why did we do this? Okay, I guess we'll ride with this. But then instantly, to see Shaq get instant success in Miami, everyone was just like, well, uh, what what you going to do? Well,
1: okay, let's talk about this really great. This is (laughs) fun. Don't get me wrong. I love this. So we cannot discredit the greatness of Dwayne Wade. And that is, we're a two-guard. That that is one of my all-time faves as well, super super incredible Hall of Famer. Dwayne Wade put that team on his back. Shaq played second, maybe even third fiddle. But, to his credit, Shaq lost 40, 50 pounds.
2: Yeah, Shaq was
1: motivated. Shaq was motivated. Shaq was was spry. Shaq looked athletic like he did in Orlando. Shaq was absolutely trying to prove something. On the flip side, these were the dark years of Kobe Bryant's career. These were the Smush Parker as point guard years. These were the years when, one of those years, he missed the playoffs. Yes. One of those, or Two of those years, if I'm not mistaken, he lost in the first round of Phoenix. Yes. They're and They were up 3-1. And Phoenix had good teams with Steve Nash. Yes. MVP Steve Nash. But that didn't make Kobe feel great. You know, Shaq's over here winning in the mid-2000s. You're over here losing in the first round of Phoenix or missing the playoffs. Yes. And, and then if you did a poll of Laker Nation, I think it would have been 70 75%. Why did we get rid of Shaq? To 20,
2: 25%. It was was very, very low approval rating for uh, how everything was going in Laker Nation. Yeah. Um, And I remember when it came out on the news, Kobe's demanding a trade. I was just like, what? What? Yep. What? You, You don't ask to be traded from the Lakers. Like, it... Like no, it doesn't doesn't work like that. Yeah, and uh, they, I forget who it was that broke this, but they had him on tape, and he the, and I remember hearing the audio, and he was just fed up and tired and everything. And then we get a, a, a great thing that happens from from Memphis or whatever. We get rid of Kwame Brown, who remind you Jordan drafted. I he thought did. He ter- was the number one. Jordan's a terrible GM. We know this. And we we get. The rebuilding, the Renaissance of the
1: league. You, uh, you never downplay this. You got future Hall of Famer, best big man in the league for a four-year stretch. Pal Gasol. Yeah. Pal was as versatile and spry and athletic and motivated. And also, you have to give Paul credit. Paul, even though he was a superstar on those teams, there was no. I want to be the alpha bullshit. No. no. It was Kobe's team, and Pal was very comfortable in his own skin playing the Pippin second fiddle role. He
2: was so versatile. And not only was he versatile, but uh, before crack, Odom... Uh, and Bynum. Yeah,
1: Bynum. Bynum, three, yes. Three seven-footers yes. playing motivated basketball. Was,
2: they thought Bynum was going to be the next Shaq. And yes. I remember... They they got into some pushing matches oh, yeah. uh, between Bynum and Shaq when they we, we, they face off head to head Yeah. and uh, when Bynum was healthy because I mean Bynum yeah had, had his issues with that but um,
1: they had a squad they, they oh they did and they were versatile uh, you had Fish Kobe yeah uh, you, you had Fox you put yeah that's right because you pushed Smush Parker out poor Smush Parker wait
2: nobody cares about Smush Parker.
1: Nobody cares when he was. Oh, I'm just gonna say this. It's like Adam Morrison, God, nobody knows it. He... God bless the dead, but holy shit, when he, Smush was already out of the league, I felt like Kobe. Leave that man alone. You you didn't have to talk about him when he was pushing grocery bags. <laughs> <laughs> bagging groceries and pushing the carts for the old ladies. You didn't have to talk about him and like that. It is what it is. Probably <laughs> under a bridge like Delonte West. <laughs> oh Jesus! Anyway.
2: But yeah, and then we saw the second act of Kobe's career. Yep. Um, obviously, uh, they they can go through Dwight Howard's uh, magic yep. to win a title, and um, crushed them. Was that four one, right? Yes. And this is when we we start to get the buildup of of LeBron. Mm-hmm. And um, we all, I, I'm gonna go back. Remind me to go back to the whole Kobe psyche. How we how we need to feel like we need to defend him. Yeah. I heard a lot of uh, interesting points on that. But now all of a sudden, oh, LeBron this, LeBron that. I right, meet me in the finals and we can have the greatest finals that everybody's been wanting for for years. And LeBron couldn't do it.
1: Let, let me, I'm sorry. Whole, let me Wait, put okay. a pin in that real quickly because I had to go back on this. I was talking to somebody uh, over uh, New Year's about the same point. It was just an enlightening issue that I had forgotten. In the 09-2010 years, back-to-back seasons, LeBron in Cleveland with a bunch of scrubs had the best record in the entire league. The Lakers, even though they won it, they didn't have the best record in the league. These LeBron teams won 60-plus games, like 67, 64, something. They had the best record in the league, home court, throughout, and got bodied by Orlando and Boston. Yeah. And so... All they had to do was get there. Yeah. I mean,
2: we'll let it play out. You can be like, oh, he brought a team of scrubs there. That's fine and dandy, but everybody wanted it. Everyone thought the league was oh, going to yeah. rig it to make it happen. Because that's that's literally... That was going to be the bird magic. The yes. magic bird of, already of, built up. of the generation. It was built so up. Like you can see young LeBron going against who's the, the beast right now, Kobe. And is going to just send ratings through the roof. It's what everybody wanted. And...
1: We never got Cleveland,
2: it. We never got it. We never got it. I mean, we had the, those great puppet commercials uh, with Kobe and LeBron, but mm-hmm. like kind of teasing each other when it when it didn't happen. But um, Kobe ended up winning against Dwight and then um, lost. Well, no, I mean, let me go back. They lost in 09 to the Celtics. Yep. And everything and obviously, we've, we've talked about the rivalry between Celtic, Celtics Lakers, which was another great thing for basketball to ha- have that. Oh, sure. get brought back up again uh, during that time frame. Um, just to remind all the young cats about this historic rivalry. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not something you just read about in a thing, like you can see it in front of your eyes. These two fan bases completely opposite, and it, it was just great to watch. And they they bodied Kobe's team, uh, they physically, they, it, physically, just. The defense, Doc Rivers, KG, the, they, they beat him down or whatever. It sucked. I was mad. Then they ended up winning in 10, and then uh, oh 09, then 10, when they ended up going seven games with um, the Celtics. And you have Artest hitting the shot. I mean, Kobe had a bad game seven. Yep. But. Uh, got it done. Got, they got it done. And it, it, was, it was great. It was perfect. It was how it needed to be. He won his five championships. And I mean, that encompasses his playing career. Now, this sounds like a Hollywood movie, but and you would be like, okay, in credits, but no, there's there's after credit scene. Yes, sir. And that's MCU style. Yes, and um, we had Kobe uh, while he had uh, Dwight Howard and Steve Nash on his team. Um, they're he's trying to carry the team, and they're trying. They're on the playoff bubble, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. they're not at the top uh, top seeds or anything like that, but they are playing against the Golden State Warriors. Yep. And uh, late in the game, Kobe was at played, and I, I was hearing a stat about how Kobe was playing damn near every minute of the game. Oh, yeah, he, game. Was, he was yeah. giving it all. Um, Torres Achilles. Yep. Um, I've never torn any ligament or broken any bone in my life, but I can't imagine what tearing and Achilles. That's... Potentially a career-ending injury. It took out uh, Dominique Wilkins, mm-hmm. I believe Isaiah Thomas mm-hmm. as well, um, even football-wise or whatever. Your Achilles goes, that's that's a, that's a it. long, long road of recovery. Yep. Um, and hashtag mama mentality, he goes to the line. He knows his,
1: his Achilles is it's done. Yep. Or whatever. Shoots to both free throws. Walks to the line. Walks to the line. Nobody's carrying him. <laughs> he didn't have cramps and get carried.
2: Marys, I mean, uh, hits both hits both free throws. And, uh, I mean, I had to go back and look it up. But Lakers end up winning by two. Yep. Or whatever. So they end up winning that game. Um, it's a moot point at that point because Kobe's season's done. Yeah. Um, eventually he comes back. And uh, the Lakers pretty much are... Suck. Sort of done, uh, for the most part. Sort of Kobe's victory tour. Uh, we find out it's Kobe's last season. And <clears throat> we get to his last game. Yep. Another moment where I remember exactly where I was. I. We talked about this. Moved, we had this show going yeah, on. <laughs> I had moved back to, to California. Lilo was had come out here to visit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was... Ironically... It was the same night as the Warriors were going for their seventy-third
1: win. Which is history.
2: It is history. Some it's a once in a lifetime thing. Yep. We we remember this the, the seventy two win Lakers with with I mean seventy two win Bulls, Bulls with uh Jordan, Jordan. Rodman, Pippen. Um, and it was a pursuit all year long. Are they gonna get to seventy two wins? I mean getting the seventy wins everyone's just like, Oh shit. Yeah. But now we're at the game eighty two Warriors have a ga- uh, chance to beat the record. And also, it's Kobe's last night. Yep. So both these things are going on simultaneously. Um, I'm watching... It, it's The game is on... The Warrior game is on ESPN mm-hmm. and everything. And I'm in the Bay Area. And you start to hear this, this buzz going on. Warriors pretty much have the game... I don't even know who they were playing. Yeah. For the same don't thing. matter. <laughs> don't, that's... Kobe sad. stole the night. He did. He stole the night from the Warriors. He stole history, and they they were down to Utah. Utah was trying to get into the playoffs. This wasn't just some random ass, whatever, no nothing game. And he dropped sixty. Yep, at home. At home, in front of every celebrity that you could imagine Snoops be there. Denzel, there. Yeah, there Jay Z, everybody. Kanye, everybody's there, and and he drops. Sixty, oh. never, and
1: it's a dominant six. I mean, there's no such thing as a small sixty, but it's a dominant yes, sixty yeah. where he's just in the fucking yes. zone.
2: And I mean, it's ironic that we, of course, we just glaze over the other time where he took over. Um, eighty-one was eighty-one. I remember eighty-one because it was the same day as the NFL championship weekend. Mm. So the teams that you find out if they're going to the Super Bowl or not. Yeah. Um, that, that was when Kobe decided. No, it's. I, your little petty NFL stuff? No, it's going to be about me. And I remember I, didn't, I was oblivious to the 81 thing until I got home from work. And I remember turning on Center. I remember Stuart Scott was saying, we know it's national or uh, championship weekend, but we have to tell you about <laughs> this game. Yeah. And I'm watching. I'm like, okay, Kobe's doing his thing. He's doing his thing. And I'm like, oh, And then the second half or whatever, they just show Kobe going off, which he had yeah, 55 yep. in the second half. And he finished with 81 points. And it was just mind-blowing. Yeah. And, I mean, this was sort of before Twitter uh, yep. blew up, so it's like you don't really get these live updates how how, uh, how it is now where you'll find out something as it's going on or trending. But um, he, he was
1: just able to just steal the spotlight. And this is against, this is why it's so funny. It's in Toronto, mm-hmm. right? No, no, no. no. Oh, was it at home? It was at home. Okay. It was at home. I'm sorry. But it was against the Toronto Raptors. Mm-hmm. And Jalen Rose is on that team. Yes. Jalen Rose is supposed to not be a scrub. He's like a member of the Fab Five and like a very good player. Um, I can't remember who else is on that Toronto team, but Jalen Rose was certainly <laughs> on. I uh, most teams, when someone has it has it cooking, out of pride, double, maybe triple, <laughs> you know, uh send bigger men at you, send a slow, you know, slower or a quicker, young, a smaller guy at you. This team just decided, nah, fam. Let's go. Let's go one on one with him while he's angry <laughs> and wanting to prove a point.
2: Yeah, it, and I mean I, I, I've seen Jalen Rose talk about it, because obviously the, the anniversary of the, the eighty-one point game, I think it's like June twenty, July, uh, January twenty-second. I think I yeah. it is. Uh, so just recently was brought up again and everything. And they always tease Jalen Rose about it.
1: Who's a good sport? He will
2: block you. I, I've not been blocked on Twitter by him. Oh. If you come at him with any sort of 81 slander, he yeah. will block you. Oh, really? Yeah. I always
1: I was heard he was a good no, sport oh, no, about he that will, shit.
2: He will block you. And, I, I mean, love he, it. They got that funny commercial where uh, where he meets Kobe for dinner. Yeah. And he's like, oh, what are you drinking? He's like, oh, I have a martini or whatever. And Rose asks him, he's like, well, how many, uh, okay, I, I got that. And he's like, how many olives? And Kobe's like, 81. And I they just it. they just stare I at each it. other. <laughs> love it. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> love it. Um, but yeah, it's just he just had a way to just steal the moment, and uh, for good reason. Yeah. Just because his his performances were just out
1: of the out of this world. The just to cap cap this for me. And again, I have been a semi as a player Kobe hater from time to time. I'll admit it. Uh, there's no shade in it. Uh, he didn't play for my team, God damn it. But in the mid to late 2000s, that was a scary time as a basketball fan who wasn't a Laker fan, because Kobe was just he put the fear in yeah. you. He he would he would go for. I know we talked about the 81 nights, 63. He would go he would go for 50, 60 points on a whim. It felt like every night. Yeah. And and he would do it with such ease, and then defensively get after your best player, and they were just a dominant force based on nothing but him and his will. He also had a a point-per-game average, I think, of like over 33, 34. It it would be just boring to read through the
2: telephone book listings of just statistical accomplishments. I remember there was one week where he averaged 50 points the entire week, and it wasn't like this hardened bullshit where he's going just just flopping through the lane and just trying to shoot 35 free throws a night um and then there was the, the night where he hit 60 he had 63 points through three quarters yeah and they took him out in the fourth and it was before the 81 point game and yeah. they were like well why didn't you go back there he's like uh, I'll, I'll save that for when it when it matters yeah when I, when I need it and damn near a couple weeks later, two three weeks later whatever boom he drops to 81
1: yep he just he had it going he had it going, man um we're, 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 we're <laughs> We're going through his career. We're we're talking about some of the things that we loved about him. Uh, it's all respect. Um, again, you know, I was an MJ guy. I was a Dwayne Wade guy. Uh, Iverson, you know, guy. But I'm a basketball guy, and so I have to respect greatness when I see it, and I certainly saw it in this man. Um, and I I also have to respect the fact that. And we we got to get into this. They're considering, strongly considering, changing the NBA logo from Jerry West's image um, to Kobe's image. I, Do you understand how many great players have played in this league, from Bird to Magic to Jordan? This has never been discussed credibly yeah. as an option.
2: Yeah, I saw it. It's like 1.5 million people have already signed this. I think cre- it's up from that. Uh, already. Yeah, this was a couple. I mean, maybe it been yesterday I saw it or whatever. But I mean, people are, are down for it and everything. I mean, I, I'm sort of neutral to it. I mean, I, if, if they want to do it, fine. If not, whatever. I'm not. You know what?
1: Here again, I am not the Kobe stamp. I say do it, <laughs> and the reason that I say that is, the kids don't know Jerry West. I didn't see Jerry West play. You didn't see Jerry West yeah, play. Sure. We don't respect Jerry West the way we should. Part of that is the NBA's fault because we don't celebrate some of the history with the NBA, other than the Wilt accomplishments, very well. Right. But regardless of all that, Kobe's impact on the game and his work ethic and the mama mentality and the championships and all of that stuff warrant a logo change. Fuck it. Let's go. The people want it. Adam Silver, if you're listening. Make it happen.
2: It it would be really, really cool to see. Um I I don't think it's it's something where it's like we need to remember Kobe because we're always going to remember Kobe. Uh it's something that is going to transcend uh future generations. True. Sure. I've talked about it before or whatever. Um I might when I do have a son, I'm going to name him Kobe. This would be before all this tragedy happened. I mean, that was... You've said it. I, it's been written in stone. Uh, first child's going to be a daughter, so that changed the whole uh, plans with, with this one. But um, it's... He's just touched so many people just globally. Yeah. And it's... He it's, got a it in China. It's insane. <laughs> I mean, outside of Yao Ming, he's the most popular athlete in China. Yep. Yeah. Um, all over the world. He raised in Italy. Mm-hmm. Huge soccer fan. Yep. Didn't he's, he buy a team? He I,
1: or part owner of a team, I, I'm,
2: something. I'm probably, but I mean, he touched so many people in different countries. He was so. This is a high school educate formally high school, like high school education formally yep. no college. Yep. He speaks at least three languages.
1: He was talking shit to Luca he, two, month, it, two, it, two
2: it, three weeks it, ago. Sol- Slovenian or whatever. Yeah. yeah just 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 fuck with him. Um. He, he was just had his hands in everything. Won an Oscar. What, we'll get into the post-career stuff uh, very shortly, but it's just like Pete, he touched so many people just in, in soccer. Neymar scored a goal, and he's just like 2-4. You had the uh, tennis guy who I don't even know. I don't know tennis outside Serena. He goes in there with a Kobe jersey, and it, it was, it's just unreal. I mean, the Pro Bowl is going on you we're getting news and guy gets a sack and he does the, the the fadeaway Kobe shot with him and five other linemen. It's it's insane and like it's that's why I'm kind of on board for
1: changing the logo. The logo because yeah. I think it would just resonate with a lot of people. But but here's the thing: you don't want this to be just a 2020 thing. And yes, his legacy and we we have so much to touch upon. Um, you don't want it to be a 2020 thing. You want his legacy to, of course, never be forgotten. I don't think it will be forgotten, but it just solidifies things in terms of importance if that logo forevermore is him. Here's what I'm also going to say, though for all of you street ballers, there's no more 21. And you know exactly the game I'm talking about.
2: <laughs> oh, that's it is now, it 20 now? 24 now? It's
1: 24 from hilarious. now on. And if you don't hit the game winner, guess what you go back to?
2: Eight. Eight. That's hilarious. Ha. That's good. Do you understand that impact? That's changing the, yeah, that's changing the game. That's changing the culture. I mean, we've <coughs> seen all the teams. I mean, I, I don't know what goes on behind the scenes and deciding if you're going to cancel an NBA game. Obviously, that creates huge logistical issues Mm -hmm. these Um, schedules are made a year in advance yeah Yeah. exactly in terms of traveling obviously you got fans that are spend their hard-earned money to see player xyz come into their stadium and, and play yep so canceling a game is 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 crazy um from what i remember and what i heard they nba games hadn't really been canceled um they canceled during the after the Boston marathon bombing yep and there was another time before that I think there was there was only maybe three yeah um that it that uh, games were cancelled for and everything mm-hmm. um but the, the whole eight well at first it was just like a taking a 24 second violation and then mm-hmm. I, then the one team does the eight second backcourt. the other team does the 24 second it's just like insane and every team has been doing it i i was I saw a video today there were college teams that did it oh yeah uh, girls' teams. Girls' teams. Um, we'll touch on, the, on the, the the female aspect of the WNBA right. stuff. Um, yep. And even I, I saw, which I, I think is an awesome thing by the Mavericks or whatever, too. They are retiring
1: the number 24, which yeah. is
2: just, it, it's it's
1: it's awesome to, yeah. to see. Now, do not forget, these were Pacific or Western Conference rivals. Yes. <laughs> Dallas and Dirk. Prevented Kobe from getting another 3 threepeat and tying Jordan with six. Yeah, that's how much they had the it's rivalry. A rivalry. It's yeah. a rivalry. Dallas, Dallas, and the Lakers went hard at each other with Dirk and all of that. But yet, you are still having this this love of respect. Absolutely,
2: yeah. It's it's really cool. I mean, obviously the the Clippers-Laker game today that was scheduled to be played was canceled. Um, that's gonna just gonna be insane. Too. Don't forget the In- Grammys. The gra- oh yes the gra- fuck the Grammys or whatever, yeah. I mean, they uh, from what I heard they were trying to get people out they're like no, Ali- I mean I just heard Alicia Keys said what she said <laughs> yeah and everything She's like this is, the house that Kobe built, and everything and um it's it is his house somebody somebody was like oh they're talking about canceling the Grammys and da da I don't I don't understand I was like it is the Staples Center, it is an arena that. For forty-one games is a basketball arena. Yep. Everything else is just
1: whatever. Yeah, on, and, on the side, and that that includes you, Clippers and Kings. Yeah, it is the Lakers' home. Yes,
2: yeah, I mean the Clip, the Clippers are, are good right now, but it is a Los Angeles Lakers town. It is their city. It is their building. Uh, it's it's the franchise.
1: Is it the Staples from the Staples Office Supply? Yes, is that is that's what the, same with the
2: th- yeah, I guess they're the one that have the name. They've always had it since it was... Yeah, since it got since made. Since it switched over from the form. I mean, yeah. the forum was Magic's house. Yeah. That's where Showtime and in, everything... in Englewood. S- stable, Stable... Yeah, that's a rough rough spot. Um, that the glitz, glamour, Stable Center, that, that's Kobe's house. That's yep. Kobe's and Shaq's building, obviously, because Kobe stayed his duration over there. He's the landlord. So, miss me with this whole Grammy stuff. Lizzo, you can take a seat. Yeah. Or whatever, like... I mean, they ended up doing it at Leachy Keys. Uh, Boyz II did a nice little tribute thing, which was absolutely awesome. Um, the ramifications of the crash, um, let's not forget that there were also other people on that helicopter. Yep. Um, teammates from uh, Kobe's Mamba Academy, which um, he also, as we all know, post-basketball career, like, his basketball career put in amazing work to get good yep. at whatever it was that he was doing. Yep. He won a fucking Oscar. It took... I mean, obviously, he wasn't acting or whatever, but it was his produced film mm-hmm. and everything. But from his studio. From his studio, he won an Oscar. the, the It's unreal to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean... Whatever, I'll, I'll make fun of LeBron. Yeah, LeBron can't even get Space Jam out or whatever. And nobody wants to see it. Nobody cares about Space Jam. He can't even put it out. Kobe, meanwhile, is just like, oh, this, they, oh we're going to make movies now? All right, le- hold on. Right, oh, you want to give me an Oscar? All right, I got this Oscar. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with it or whatever. And I've heard funny stories about Kobe at the Oscar party. He's like, I, I don't even know. What, he's like, I felt so out of place or whatever. Mm-hmm. It, it's absolutely hilarious. But it just shows to how how great he was at doing stuff post-basketball career. Just not only in that, but... His Mamba Academy. And obviously we know um, his wife, he had a wife, Vanessa, has a, had a wife, no, I don't even, I can't even get my tenses right. His wife now Mm -hmm. widowed Mm -hmm. um, Vanessa and they have now three daughters. Yep. Um, Kobe was involved with the Mamba Academy, which was, Teaching fundamentals, like basketball. It mean, we both play basketball in J B.
1: Uh National Junior Basketball, for yeah, those who don't know?
2: Of course. I mean, but the Mama Academy was like an AAU kind of mm-hmm. thing, work on fundamentals. Uh, especially his daughter was was involved in it. Thirteen. Thirteen. And I mean Kobe from the stories we we hear, Kobe coached them like he played. Uh, they showed this one photo on it might have been like around the horn where they lost to a team like 23 to 21. Mm-hmm. The next year, they played the team and blew them the fuck out. Like it was like 147 to like <coughs> 30 or whatever. Right. And was so just like, "This is this is ridiculous." It's just that's just how he is or whatever. And the girls are all happy. They weren't being like, like, like Bob Knight and getting chairs thrown at him or no. whatever. He was instilling in them just fun fundamentals. They loved playing for him the The families loved it, and he was just so involved. And everyone that you talked to, uh, that knew Kobe, knew his family, especially celebrities. They knew how focused he was and how much he loved his his girls. Yeah. Um. You, I saw. The, I've seen so many clips, but um, one of that stuck out to me was the, the Jimmy Kimmel mm-hmm. one where he talks about how uh, everyone people would come up to him and be like, "Oh, you and B, you got to have a, a son so he can carry on the tradition." And uh, Gianna, he called her G, would just be like, yo, I, I got this. Yeah. I got this. And it was just so awesome to, like, hear that. Because, I I mean, you kind of think about, like, all this competitive-ass guy. Of course, he's going to want a son to follow in his footsteps. I even thought the same thing, like, with Steph Curry, where obviously he's got, had the two famous daughters. Mm-hmm. Then he now just recently, I guess, has a son, Cannon. Yeah. But uh, you always thought, like, oh, my God, if Kobe had a son, it would just be unreal. But it, it didn't matter. She... She had the same competitiveness that he had. Let,
1: let me just quickly say... No, 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 you know, no I, mean,
2: I feel like i have been monologuing. No, no, no it's yeah. all good.
1: Um, really quickly. So, one of the reasons, innocently, uh, that people wanted Kobe to have a son, uh, and I think if we're truly honest, I think he also deep down wanted one to. First, his father played in the NBA, as we talked about. He played in the NBA and was a Hall of Famer. To have a son go into the NBA would be unprecedented and, yeah. and, and pretty interesting. The same thing with, obviously, Steph Curry. Dale Curry played in the NBA. Yeah. He played in the NBA. His brother plays in the NBA. It's a basketball NBA family, and to have a son mm-hmm. playing in the NBA would be very, very special. Who knows if it will ever actually happen? You know, obviously, Jordan has sons. You know, they're not playing any, anywhere near uh, NBA level of basketball, but I get that aspect of it. I think if we're honest, too, I, and I, I'm not I'm not trying to get into his personal life and his family or whatever. But I would, I could see how having four kids, you know, and four girls, you're saying, you know, maybe after the first or second girl, you're like, okay, maybe this one will be a boy, you Mm -hmm. know. Um, You love your kids, you know. Uh, I have two, you know what I mean? I have my son first, and of course, I thought my youngest one was going to be a son too. And we got surprised in the waiting room. (laughs) But in any event, I I, want to go back to one other thing you said. Toughness. Um, we don't always associate, especially in the modern NBA, some of these basketball players, even though they're incredible athletes and they're super huge and and, and strong and everything and, and can jump out of the fucking gym, we don't associate every single one of them with toughness. Mm-hmm. Go look on YouTube, youngsters, if you haven't already seen it, Chris Childs. Trying to give him that oh, two-piece two and games. a biscuit in, in terms of, yeah, he's much shorter than him, but punching him. Kobe's daring him to punch him and do something and then eats it basically with a <laughs> grin. And Chris Charles is another professional athlete. Yeah. who Didn't he play football? No, I'm thinking of Charlie no, Ward played, played Ford, football. Yeah, yeah. But he punched him twice.
2: Yeah.
1: Kobe barely flinched. Yeah. And then the other wonderful example oh, oh, is always going to be Matt Barnes, yes, yes. Uh, who is just a dog Damn. defensively... Uh, uh, Matt Barnes is not to be fucked with. No,
2: ask Derek Fisher.
1: Yeah, n- almost <laughs> nobody, with the exception of Fish, ever fucks with Barnes. Barnes is a skinny-looking, wiry, yes. light-skinned dude who, with tattoos, who does not give a fuck.
2: If Barnes didn't know how to bounce a basketball, he would be in your local county jail, yes, most likely. Yeah, or doing some hood shit
1: all the way around. Yes. Barnes did a ball fake on an inbound, which, as we all know, is one of those things where you're testing somebody. Yeah. You're, you're testing uh, their toughness. Most people do flinch or, or kind of yeah. step back or, or, or get a little space or whatever. In fact, let me stop, stop lying. 99.9% of people on a ball fake coming at your head yes. blink or flinch. Yes. This man stared him down because he was so goddamn focused, and I've never seen shit like that from anybody. I really wish I
2: knew what happened before that, because obviously there was some beef that happened beforehand. Oh yeah, because they they, they went at it. And I don't remember what happened. After, all you get is that five second gif on on the, the pump bake in his face. Kobe's not even trying to guard the inbound no. play. He's just standing there like, what you going to do? Yes. What you going to do?
1: And then my other one, I'm <laughs> sorry, I know we're talking <laughs> about so me. many so many great moments, but when he mouths soft. I think that was to yes, Dwight. That was Dwight, yeah, soft. That was one of the great, I can never look at that man again. Uh, man. Like the same way. Another Dwight man. was, He remember at the time, people were calling him Superman. Oh, yeah. And he was a three-time Defensive Player of the Year. He's probably going into the Hall of Fame, even though that's controversial. Yeah. Oh, but he's going to the Hall of Fame. But he's yeah. He called him soft, and not just Kobe Stan, but the NBA world was like, "Yeah, that motherfucker is soft." And you're like, "Yeah, you're right." <laughs> yes. He changed. He There was a 180 on people.
2: I it, literally. And just to, to even go about how, how badass this dude was, the, the cra- if I were to ask you who the, the craziest person in the NBA during our lifetime would be, I, if you had to say top Rod- three. Rodman Alvin, or Artest. There you go. Artest. Uh, we obviously the a malice in the palace and everything. Yep. And I remember that Lakers Rocket series mm-hmm. where Kobe was able to get under Artest's skin. And he was trying to fight... Kobe and Kobe's just going up the court and Kobe's just like what, 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 you what do you to, want to do what, what do you want to do or whatever I was like I got you right where I want and there was I have to look up what happened on the free throw there was something that happened on the free throw line where Artest was just talking shit to him and Kobe was just like we can play. do this now <laughs> it was so good it, it's that menta- that mentality whatever it is that you do in life just have that Mentality yeah. and everything—it's—it's—it's it's, it's great. But just to even go back on the on the the women's aspect of things, mm-hmm. um, he's a huge fan of the WNBA. Yes, he was. And you—you—you've been notorious for your uh, your shade on how they uh, they very money leeching organization. I,
1: I, let me be very crystal clear again on here, and I know this is Kobe's day. I have said cancel the liability of the league of the WNBA. <laughs> Because it doesn't make money and it's been around for over 23 years. And I want... It would be nice if they had stars and and, and marquee franchises and whatnot. But for whatever reason, people have financially spoken since the late 90s. And it it hasn't been very positive. But go ahead.
2: Yeah. um, (laughs) Sorry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) To be clear. He's he's obviously...
2: um, been a a huge supporter of the w, WNBA. Yes, he has. He goes to games. Um, he brings his daughter to games. Yeah. and And uh, e- even with like women's basketball in general, mm-hmm. a huge UConn fan. Yep. Um, it was it was always assumed that his daughter was going to go to UConn and, and everything, um, which is it, just really awesome to see. That mm-hmm. it's something that a lot of athletes don't. I mean, for whatever reason you feel like they should be maybe a little bit more active or more outspoken towards... You see during the Olympics, yes. I mean, like, the the men's team will go watch the women's team game, but it's like when WNBA season's going on, you, you got a quarter-filled I
1: will... arena. Yeah, you, if that. <laughs> um, I will say this, not to step on you, but I feel like Kobe had some influence on the ones that did Oh yeah. speak out. I, I think that after he was so vocal, I think a few handful of others... Steph has certainly spoken up and been very uh, vocal about supporting it and whatnot. Um, And and uh, like I said, a handful of other stars. I think LeBron as as well.
2: Yeah. Uh, And it's... It would be interesting to get like a woman's perspective, like a woman basketball player's Mm -hmm. perspective. Because obviously as as males, we followed Jordan, Kobe, LeBron, and everything. Mm -hmm. But as a, a female basketball player, I wonder how they view the generational gaps between the athletes and well, how they maybe relate to let me, let me if say they this. relate to Jordan at all because I can't imagine let female basketball players relating to LeBron really I, okay, I don't let, know That's let, let me
1: speak for all women because oh, oh, you know yeah. I know how to do this so well yes. um, let me pour me another drink oh around. yeah <laughs> pour that drink um, I, I think in general you know women are certainly just people and um, <laughs> so, let me write that down women are people <laughs> But they, uh, I think they, they, just like us, I think a lot of them grew up, especially these, uh, you know, uh, WNBA players or UConn players or people like that, they, uh, these players grew up watching a whole lot of uh, Iverson, a whole lot of Kobe, a whole lot of Dwayne Wade, a whole lot of Steph now. You know, they have their favorite players in the league. Even Kobe's, uh, it's weird to say, uh, late daughter, is that how you say it, Gigi? Yes. Her favorite player was Trey Young. See, that's uh, that's where it becomes interesting. And um, I mean, I'm a huge
2: Steph fan, and I think I've I've always been on record is as, as liking Steph more than LeBron. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it sucks that it takes something like this to start to kind of uh analyze how different players would affect the generation if they're gone. But it's like you can relate to Steph. I feel more than LeBron because Steph changed the game in terms of how it's played yep uh you don't have to be six foot seven or whatever to develop a shot and be able to shoot it with quickness and accurate as as Steph did and obviously we see the LeBron highlight where he's just going down the lane and just dunking on people yes. You, you that doesn't happen in as a as a woman basketball player. It's more fundamentals, jump shots, and and the artistry of of basketball. And I think that speaking for all women or whatever, here we go. I think you can relate to Steph even more so than you can LeBron. But I because I, I, there's no dunking I, really.
1: Well, it's more finesse shooting. There's there's some, but you're right. I, I think there's a minimal amount in the WNBA in terms of a, you know highlight reel dunking, but um, you know if you drive down and do a, a, a layup or a, you know a, a, some type of bully ball kind of backing down people, you could still get your shot off. Um, I but I agree in, in principle. Yeah. Um, we Steph is extremely relatable, um, and uh, you know you, you certainly change. You know I, I can talk about Steph for forever, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he certainly changed the game in terms of the range and taking more shots. And that's been mathematically proven. The whole league, including big men, <laughs> take threes now, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, I, I do want to say this. The Oscars are coming up, I think, the Sunday after this Sunday, okay. Sunday after the Super Bowl. They had better, this is going to go into our next segment, but they had better pay serious tribute to the fact that Kobe won an Oscar a year or two prior.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, They better. It's... I don't see this going away anytime soon. It's going to be interesting to see how the Lakers handle it. I mean, I've heard people say they need to re- rename the the Staples Center or whatever. Which that to me, that's that's perfectly fine. I mean, I think all these corporate names for stadiums are are junk anyways. Yep. I can't keep track half the time of, yeah. of what the, what they are or what they aren't. Um, you did mention uh, sort of about the the softness of the of the players. Uh, there was no load management. Kobe didn't believe in load management. No. No, not for sure. They're, they're paying you to play. I'm play. Yep. Or whatever. Oh, oh my, my, my pinky hurts. i oh, got a broken finger. Tape it up. Yep. Uh, yeah, put me out there. So it's there's no kawaii load management. Oh, I'm taking a, a personal day just to rest or whatever. And he would demand that of
1: everybody else. Yes. yes. So <laughs> let's just be really, really clear on that one. Um, a lot of worldwide tributes on this. Um, I'm sorry. I, I would, will add. What? Go what? On. Um, what is your, I guess, your favorite Kobe moment? <sighs> I think for me, it, it sounds strange in retrospect, but for me, that year that they lost to the Celtics. Okay. Because they had beaten Dwight, right? They had already beaten Dwight? No, because no, they went no, back it, to it back. It, it was back to back. Okay, so they lost to the Celtics, whatever year, 08 then? Mm-hmm. Um, and they were a great team and they lost to their rival and it felt like Kobe was angrier and he was super saying angrier (laughs) and you could just tell there was this burning thing. I think even if you go back to the press conference of him just saying, this ain't over, fuck all of y'all for even asking questions about being disappointed or, or feeling happy to just be here. Um, there was this. Rage, yeah. That I that was so relatable. You know, my favorite uh, comic book character of all time is Incredible Hulk. There was this gamma level radiation rage from him <laughs> that fueled the next two years, and and you could physically see it and feel it. And even as a non Laker fan, going back to that time, I was like, uh, Celtics got away with one. You <laughs> know, uh, I you just knew that they were going to come back much, much harder, and, and, and in fact, they did. And so I think that was my favorite favorite Kobe moment of just saying, fuck the world, I'm going to put this team on my back, I'm going to punch Pau Gasol in the fucking face if he doesn't do what I say. Derek Fisher can get this backhand, too. Oh,
2: I would have some soft moments where I'm just like, dunk it, please dunk it.
1: Kobe, <laughs> Kobe's rage and passion fueling a team to go back... Because it's hard to go back to back-to-back to back finals. It just is. Yeah, It's hard to sustain that level of anger. And that's what he ruled with. An iron fist of anger in those years, and that's what I respected.
2: I would say, and I, I had to watch some YouTube videos to just like re- remember... The, the, the one that comes to my mind or whatever is the game in the playoffs against Phoenix. Mm. Um, where Kobe sends it to overtime, and then wins the game in overtime. Oh, yeah. I remember I was in New Jersey, uh, and I was home alone for some reason, or whatever, but I was remember watching it the, the game in my house, and I remember scr- screaming, just going nuts when he hit the shot. Well, when they got the steal, or whatever, because they were going against Nash and Sodomar, so it was a legit squad. It wasn't just some random-ass yep. Tuesday games. It, it was the playoffs. And he gets the steal, hits hits the shot, and then in overtime, they trap him, get the ball, and then Kobe just comes through, and he, he shoots it. And they're like, Kobe, and he hits it, and bang, Kobe, bang, and it just goes in. And I remember jumping up and screaming so loud and just going nuts. I got lightheaded yeah. or whatever. I, I remember I, I just was like, whoa. I was, I was like room spinning. I, I had not been drinking or anything yeah. like that, but I was just like so euphoric. We just... Happiness, um, that 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 one was was my my the one that stands out in my memory. Obviously the um, the Laker one was was the Laker Celtic one was a, a nice redemption for me just because I was never a fan of, of KG. Mm. Um, they, I just this, this whole Celtics thing brought back like just I was like no fuck Boston wow. we, we got we got to get revenge on them Kobe you got to get revenge you got you got to do it and um, then at the press conference. When uh when he did win, they're like, Oh, uh, I forget I forget what the question he's like, Oh, what is this what is this this uh, this ring means to you? He's like, it's one more than Shaq. There you go. And I and like he I remember he had his daughter on his lap and everyone laughed because Shaq had been notorious for trolling him. Yes he had. Uh whatever, tell me how my ass
1: tastes yep. and, and all kinds of stuff and uh, in, in I'm sorry, in Shaq's defense, this was just around and he's talked about this. He's been very candid. This was just around the time when people started bringing in cell phones with cameras on them into things like comedy clubs. Typically what would happen in the 90s and the old days, you could talk some shit to just the people in that room, and it wouldn't go go anywhere. There was no TV cameras, and it would just be like a thing, and ha, 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 everybody laugh a little bit, and they move the fuck on. Shaq learned a lesson that day (laughs) where if you say something in public, period, every single human being has a cell phone that has a camera, and it can't be recorded and got released, and he, it, he, he has said that that was not his intention. Yeah. But it, what, but, not it, not but it was hilarious. Point. Everybody was clowned.
2: Yes. Um, and I mean, even the, the past day, the past days we've, we've seen a lot of just um, tributes to him, and especially, I mean, my, my average day I watch a lot of talking sports yep. shows or whatever, where... I, Sometimes I watch first take, mm-hmm. uh, depending on what, if, if it's something crazy going on. I just, not necessarily that I agree with what it is that they're saying, but it's just interesting to get their point of view. But it's just like, it was must see TV. Yes. Uh, just to, to hear everything on the radio, whether you're listening to AM, FM, or satellite radio, is just all tragedy. This, this, what's going on, their, their thoughts on, on everything. And then uh, obviously the the sports shows on that Monday, from Get Up to Good Morning Football, mm-hmm. I'd go to the MLB channel. Talking about it on baseball, hockey, whatever. I'm um, just like hearing like like Stephen A. Max, uh, around the horn. Uh, d- it was it was just weird to see the entire rundown of everything because normally they have a slew of different topics that you go through. Thirty seconds on this, thirty yep. seconds on that. Around the horn, it was all on, on the Kobe tragedy. Uh, highly questioned, all on the Kobe tragedy. High noon, all on the, on the Kobe tragedy. Yeah. It was insane or whatever. And uh, it, it was really, I don't want to say it was cool to see, but it was just nice to hear other people dealing with it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it, I mean, for me, it was therapeutic. I mean, I, I obviously, I cried multiple times off and on over the past, like, two days, just yep. something will hit me or I'll hear somebody talking about it. And um, for those that haven't seen it yet, the I turned to uh, Inside the NBA because I was like, I, I love watching those guys oh, yeah. just because they're they're great personalities. You got Shaq, Kenny Smith, uh, Barkley, Reggie Miller, and Johnson running the show and everything like that. Um, but I saw that they were going to do a special on today, and I was like, this is must-see view. And so I yep. turned it on, turned it on perfect timing. And uh, watching Shaq break down okay um we had some technical difficulties batteries died but um, just to reiterate what i was saying uh just tell your your loved ones how much they mean to you yeah um that's that's been the message that has been just going on and everyone's trying to take from this this great tragedy is uh you never know when your loved ones are going to be gone uh it could be a car accident obviously um you don't travel by helicopter often (laughs) but uh i mean it 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 could happen at at any time so those that mean uh, a lot to you let them know how much it is that that you that uh you mean um when i was watching the, the the nba uh the tnt show it was really cool because they were just real raw with emotion, yep. and Barkley turned to like Jerry West and was just like, "I just want to tell you how much it you mean to me." Just he's like, "We've never really talked or anything like that, but I respect everything you've done for the the league, mm-hmm. uh, and just going on." It was just like a really cool moment, just as humans, just to take from this tragedy the lesson that should be learned from it and people just instantly applying it to their lives, which is really, really cool to see.
1: I I love that. I think it's incredibly important to take some time out. I hold terrible grudges. I'm an asshole. Uh, I'm petty. And uh, like all of us. And uh, you you do need to call people. And I'm glad to see people are uh, calling their loved ones more, hugging their loved ones more, doing all that kind of stuff. And at the same time, I have fucking tea and shade... For other individuals.
2: Uh Who's getting it?
1: Now, on Be The BTI, we have, uh, obviously, our Golden Eggplant Awards. It has the Rotten Eggplant of the Year. Here on Better Than MJ and Kobe, uh, question mark, uh, we've had some uh, Crying Jordan of the uh, the week or of the episode. (laughs) Um, My first one, uh, you know, there's a whole laundry list here. Felicia Sonmez of the Washington Post like many people, wanted to go to the dark side of all of the Kobe tributes, and even though she works for a prestigious newspaper like the Washington Post, wanted to put on blast and link the 2003 Colorado rape accusations. Not conviction, accusation. That uh, occurred while people are, the world is mourning Kobe Bryant's death. Uh, big F you to her. <laughs> um, the Washington Post suspended her. I think they I, made. I saw that. Yeah, the Washington Post suspended her. I salute them. Um, and we, we will get into this shortly. There, This is a, for some people, a dark spot on Kobe's legacy that. I don't appreciate even having the conversation because it's about his death. There were nine people that died in this tragic accident, including his thirteen-year-old daughter.
0: Right.
1: Taking the opportunity to rehash something that we, we, I'll be happy to rehash it for you. <laughs> you know, you know my feelings on this stitch. I will rehash it for yeah, you, but
2: I, I remember it, it very, very vividly because that, that was that was. That was the first time I remember. I, I was like, it's. I, I had to put on my Kobe Stan jacket. Yep. And my cape. What? And and pull out my sword and just start slicing and defending
1: my, my hero. I am not a Kobe Stan. I want to reiterate <laughs> that. But what I will never be comfortable with is a modern day version of an Emmett Teal assassination <laughs> by character. And that's why I say the modern day version of it. Um, that's what Felicia Sonmez of the Washington Post did with her link to this, uh, stuff about the 03 Colorado, uh, incident, which we will get into. Rachel Evan Woods, actress on your HBO show, uh, Westworld. I, I don't even watch that shitty show.
2: I needed to, I, I see, I can't even, I can't even front. I love, I like season one. Season two, for, for whatever reason, I just, I didn't get into as much. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'll, I'll go back and I'll rewatch it. Season three is supposed to be coming up. Nope, you fucked it up. Little Miss, uh, I want to have a hot take. Nope, you, you getting dragged out, because Twitter is dragging her out. Good. Good, yeah,
1: good. Most, and I'll, I will give credit, most of Twitter and most people on Facebook and social media, most people in general have been extremely respectful. Whether you're a Kobe fan or not. Whether you were a rival and couldn't stand him on the basketball court, a human being died, a father died, and several other people died. Uh, Rachel Evan Woods uh, decided to type on her mobile device on Al Gore's internet uh, mm-hmm. Things about uh, accusing Kobe of being a, uh, a, a rapist. Let's yeah. just call that ugly R word. Um, this was foul. Again, this came out... I think this occurred on Sunday, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. The day he died. Um, you had This is something from 03. You had all of your entire social media and fame career, if you felt this way, to say all kinds of stuff. You didn't have the balls or ovaries or whatever to say this at any time. Except for on the day he died, I see right through your shitty self, um, and you are reprehensible. And I'm glad Twitter has dragged most of Twitter has dragged you. The BBC put up a picture, a video of LeBron James saying it was Kobe on the day of Kobe passing.
2: Oh, they got the two athletes mixed up. Yeah. Oh wow.
1: Because why not? Now, obviously, BBC is British Broadcasting Corporation. Still no excuses. The worldwide icon. Do your homework. Do your fucking homework, journalists.
0: (laughs) Uh,
1: Last but not least, I can't remember this bitch's name, and I use that word very clearly and intentionally, over at MSNBC. Oh, okay. Who is a professional journalist, supposedly, and depending on who you ask... (laughs) made a error saying Nagars or Nagers or N-word when use, uh, tra- trying to describe the team of the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, bear in mind, Kobe Bryant never played for the New York Knicks. Her excuse was, always trying to combine Lakers and Knicks and I just befuddled things and uh, mumble mouth me. I'm so sorry. Oh Oops. Fuck everything you're talking about. You get paid a very... Well, a very handsome salary to reiterate things live on TV. Now, I understand you're not a sports broadcaster, but there's never been a fucking thing of the Los Angeles Knicks. It doesn't even roll off the tongue to say Los Angeles Knicks. they
2: have teleprompters?
1: Yes, of course they do. They have earpieces, too, (laughs) that tell them what the fuck to say. There's no such thing as a Los Angeles Knick. Nobody says Los Angeles Nick. New York Nick goes together because they both start with N. Los Angeles Laker goes together because they both start with L. I don't know what the fuck you were thinking. Most people think it was some racist shade, and I don't really have much sympathy for all the all the heat that she's getting, all the smoke that she's getting. Drag him. Let him be. Let him be dragged. Um. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there. There are countless others that also deserve dragging. These. Those four were the big highlights in terms of. Shitty things to tweet or say on TV in front of a large media platform um, on a day when we're all in mourning for the loss of someone. Who, again, I'm not a Kobe stan, but I still was respectful as fuck. I still understand that human beings are hurting. I still understand that human beings lost their life. Now, we can go, Stitch, to the 2003 case that they wanted to allude to, except for the MSNBC who wanted Mm. to drop the N-word. Stitch, how do you feel about uh, the young lady from Colorado before I dive in? Go uh, ahead. I want to well, make sure you essentially,
2: get Essentially, Kobe cheated on his wife.
1: Yep. Um,
2: I will... Obviously, I was not there, so I don't know what exactly transpired. Um, it was a hotel employee uh, that ended up in Kobe's room. Uh, one said it was consensual. She, Caitlin Faber.
1: Yeah, I was. I was gonna say. I was just about to yeah. say her name, Caitlin Faber. Yep.
2: Yeah, she uh, said it was not. Uh, I remember when this took place, and obviously I followed it very, very closely. Mm-hmm. Um, Kobe was flying from from Denver to basketball games the same day. Uh, trying to deal with all this craziness going on. They booed him in Denver. Sure did. Just anytime he would touch the ball. For years. Yes, for years. Based on, on everything that was going on. Um, it was not prosecuted by the prosecution. They decided... They declined to prosecute it. it um, they were getting wishy-washy facts from the victim. Uh, and they decided not to go forward with the prosecution. He was... Arrested at the time, because um, you. I don't want to get all criminal justice, legal system, or whatever. but yep, No, it's good. We, he, we he, what it is. he was arrested. A claim was made. There was evidence, probable cause to believe that he was responsible for a sexual encounter that may have been deemed to be rape. It, he was arrested, uh, bailed out, a trial ensued, and was going to take place, and everything. Uh, During the course of the investigation, through litigation and cross-examination, DNA evidence and everything, stuff started to unravel. And I remember several specific points was one of her friends was just like, this bitch is crazy. Uh, She's not to be believed. (laughs) She's planned this, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I cannot remember the specific details, but Colorado had what was called a rape shield law. I do not remember if it's still... In effect right now and I I feel bad remembering this the specifics of it but it's like you cannot bring in someone's past sexual history into a trial however when they were through DNA evidence that was going to be introduced to determine that yeah hey did did they have a sexual encounter which obviously to uh charge someone with a sexual crime, you have to determine that there was penetration, yep. there was some sort of sexual intercourse. DNA needs to be brought into it. However, during the DNA examination, they found multiple other people's DNA. Multiple men. Multiple men's DNA in her underwear, uh, along with Kobe Bryant's. And that became a big kind of legal speed bump because it's like, all right, you can't introduce her past sexual history, but you need to include that Kobe had sex with her by introducing that his DNA was in her underwear, but you can't, it became a big legal kerbuffle
1: Can I clarify th- clarify this? Because again, I've done my homework mm-hmm. for the first time ever. Uh, the accuser, which is Caitlin Faber. According to the New York Times back in '04 and CBS News, I can post the links if you like those. <laughs> uh, had sex hours after her encounter with Kobe Bryant
2: after the traumatic rape.
1: Yes. Oh, okay. How, uh, I'm I'm reading it now. This is a little bit from uh from a Reddit uh, f- feed that does link the articles. Uh, before you guys try to use the sexual assault victim uh victim card, uh, that they can be unpredictable. This evidence was revealed uh, the accuser and the prosecutor's stances differed strongly from this. To exemplify, the prosecutor tries to fight this evidence by uh, saying she had sex before the encounter. But the forensic expert was very doubtful. If she had sex before the Kobe incident, there would be some DNA found on Kobe's clothing. Nothing was found. Boom. Okay. Um... I'm sorry, I, I just, I have to get out some truthiness to this because no, there's blind, been so many ugly so things. It's been years
2: ago, and I, I followed it very, very closely at the time, but uh, obviously it was years ago.
1: There was a myth that Kobe's defense team leaked the name of the accuser. This is not true. Kobe's lawyers were allowed by the judge to bring up Faber's name. The court and the Eagle County Justice Center's staff accidentally leaked the name. This is according to uh, an article in The Smoking Gun with, uh, back in 2004. Um, The other big thing. uh, Let's see. She was seen leaving the hotel without any noticeable discomfort. She had a history of mental illness that was dangerous to herself and her peers. Um, The accuser, this is my favorite one. The accuser, uh, one Caitlin Faber, lied and changed her story multiple times. (laughs) Now, prodigy, why would you say this about someone who's who's a victim and 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 how could you say a little 19, 20-year-old girl from Colorado? Could never, right? Uh, she's an adult. She's an adult. New York Daily News, way back in 04, confirmed this with quotes from her. Um, I can bring up one of those wonderful quotes, Stitch. Would you like to that hear it? That would be great. Quotes... This is from the court-release documents. Again, according to the New York Daily Post, back in 2004, I... And this is from Caitlin Faber. I wanted to come forward and inform you of a few things that have been weighing heavily on my conscience, she wrote. End quote. Starting quote again. I am extremely disappointed in myself and also very sorry to anyone who was misled by my mix-up of information. And this is uh, regarding whether she cleaned herself up after uh, the incident... Uh, She had ample time to change her story, including when she was uh, asked about it a month later. Uh, She did not change it until a full year later. Um, There are a couple of other things that she changed after that full year later from her initial couple of statements. Um, The accuser has admitted to lying, and then the worst part about this, because I know there are still defenders listening to this, saying, oh, that doesn't matter, that's not credible. This bitch, Stitch... Has a video where she's singing a wonderful karaoke song. And I have tagged you in it. Mm -hmm. With her face not blurred. Singing about how she finessed Kobe with the whole charge. Singing and laughing in a drunken uh, stupor. Loving the fact that she got paid for uh, getting fucked in the ass and bleeding. And I'm Uh, sorry to use all that graphic language. But she is laughing about finessing Kobe and and this stuff being fake, in her own words, in a drunken karaoke video, uh,
2: it, it sucks. And I, I mean, I'm a much more expert on the criminal aspect of legal proceedings more so than civil. So, and unfortunately, uh, the person that would be suing said bitch uh, is no longer with us. True. Sure. Um, so it it would have been interesting to. I mean, I hadn't thought about that this chick in ye- years, damn near a decade, if if not. Um, I, so I, I wonder if that could have been, uh, she could have been sued because I know there's a whole like non-disclosure agreement. Mm-hmm. We're not supposed to speak on shit. Of course. And if you're on a karaoke, we are singing freestyling. That sounds like you're
1: talking about some shit you shouldn't be talking about. Sounds like it to me as well. Um, I mean, I'm no judge. I'm no yeah. honorable. But smidge. here's the thing. Kobe took the high road. He had cheated. I'm not going to discredit that. Um, His wife had had a miscarriage while all this trial stuff was going on. Uh, But not criminal trial. This was all civil civil stuff. Um, And here's the last thing. Some people like to depend on the fact that, oh, well, well, he confessed, right? Mm, No. Um, He
2: confessed to sleep? I mean, I wasn't... Yeah, he,
1: he, 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 he... uh, let's see, finally, people actually use this as uh, the, the settlement they use as uh, kind of his confession or whatever. Kobe was strongly advised by his own defense team and the prosecution to settle the case. Why? He could risk losing everything, and it does not help that he was a black athlete in Colorado going through this. Uh, the PD department, Eagle County. yeah, Eagle County, Colorado, is not going to have a PD department that is just going to say, oh, well, we don't care that this black celebrity uh, raped a, a white girl here. Mm-hmm. Has, has that ever happened, Stitch? Where they said, oh, we're going to look the other way just because? Um, just because? <laughs> I don't think so. It um, like that. It's what the lawyers from both sides agreed to in terms of his statements. Uh, and Kobe sign, Kobe agreed to sign it to the end. It has nothing to do with Kobe's actual feelings or the reality of the case. It was a settlement for an undisclosed amount. I cannot say, I want to be very clear with 100% certainty, that uh, what, hap- what did or did not happen... What I can say is that she's joked about it. There's DNA evidence of other people, men having sex with her afterwards, hours afterwards. Those are facts. And um, what I can say is she's lied about several key details about this story and changed it, and admitted to changing it.
2: By her own words.
1: And then I can say that there's video of her in a karaoke bar singing about this in a derogatory and ugly manner in her own words Also, this is, again, opinion. Kobe Bryant, from high school onward, for all of his adult life, was getting approached by the top-notches of top-notches groupies (laughs) in the entire fucking world. Kobe Bryant would not have to do a goddamn thing. He would have to literally turn down sex every single day um, in order to stay faithful and whatnot. Now, I, I agree with staying faithful in marriage and all that. Kobe Bryant has turned down more pussy than (laughs) nearly every man in this state.
2: His his wife is
1: gorgeous. I agree. I agree. Gorgeous. All all respect to Vanessa, I'm not saying... I'm just saying almost all famous NBA superstars turn down more pussy than you would ever fucking believe. Uh, Oh, yeah. And to... Think for a second that he was so hard-pressed for some random 19-year-old Colorado random woman strange. that he would force himself upon it. And again, not a unlike Trump, unlike Harvey Weinstein, mm. not a single other case has ever come up in his career. No. Nobody's coming out of the woodwork now saying, oh, back in uh, 97 at the All-Star Game, he did... Nobody's saying that, are they? No. I just want to be really crystal clear. The and oh, I'm sorry. One more thing, she decided not to testify and not to work with the prosecution to have a criminal case. Right. The reason that it didn't go to cra- uh, uh, trial is because she said, "I don't want that fucking smoke." <laughs> so I, I I don't I don't see the, any two ways about this. I I have to. Tell you that I'm not a hundred percent, but I'm ninety nine percent sure this young lady lied, Kate, Caitlin Faber. That's that's my opinion. Yeah. Based on all the things that I just illustrated to you, I will send you the links to them again. CBS, mm-hmm. uh, New York Times, New York Post, Smoking Gun. Uh, you know, everything has links back from 403 LA Times that I have read. And have excerpts from, and I've been giving people all the smoke on Twitter. Okay. Oh, nope. Deserving.
2: Deserving.
1: Twitter and Facebook. People on social media have been talking bullshit about Kobe. And what have I been doing, Stitch?
2: Yeah, you're ghostbuster. You've been Ghostbuster. Hitting, hitting them hitting with up the with receipts.
1: Hat. Receipts. <laughs> oh, he did that. Oh, really? What about when this woman confessed a line? Yeah. Oh, they don't want the fucking smoke no. with me. I have time-stamped <laughs> dates and video evidence of her laughing and and, and having a good time and, about this.
2: It's, and not literally today was the first time because she had been non-existent in her fucking brain or whatever. I mean, I hope she she went through all the money and fucking blew it on all kinds of dumb shit or whatever. And I hope she's pressed.
1: Stitch, I, I'm I shouldn't confess this. Oh God. But I'm feeling very uh, generous. What what have you done? What I'm going to—it's not what I've done. I'm going to tell you very candidly.
0: Oh lord!
1: If someone accused me of some shit this heinous, which I don't take lightly, and obviously I didn't do it, and I have money, I have resources. (laughs) Deathstroke is coming, man. (laughs) I'm paying off Deathstroke or some ninja assassin from Naruto. You not—I'm not signing anything. I'm not doing some statement, crying with my wife. No, you're getting all the fucking smoke, regardless of what my lawyer said. I wish he had done that, but I also understand you've got you had some infidelity. Your wife had a miscarriage. You want this shit to be over. That's what happened. But she's very lucky. The Kobe Stan community hasn't come and found her.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
1: Woo. did I have the smoke ready? No, or did I, mean, I have the fucking
2: smoke ready? Yeah, she you yeah, she you burned that wish to the stake. So uh, <laughs> she she got what she had had coming to her. I mean, like I said, I I had not thought about her or didn't know about her retracting statements and blah 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 cuz I was just sort of gone with with that whole. She also
1: episode. tried this on Eminem. I'm sorry. I, I forgot to I mention did see that. that. I did she see tried that. this on Eminem. Eminem was too fucking hip to 8 mile ratchet. Pussy that he had been familiar with from his mom and him to fall for it. Eminem was like, Oh, I know fucking Eight Mile, fucking uh, De- Debbie Pelt, what was that? Uh, Brittany Murphy ass. I know these ratchet ass crackos and fucking on the Eight Mile in Detroit. I'm not falling for this. Holy I, and, and remember, Kobe didn't grow up on the Eight Mile.
2: No. Yeah. Kobe
1: grew up in, you know, a little bit of luxury in true. Italy and on the rivi- yeah. Riviera and shit. Eight Mile Eminem said, Nah bitch, I'm not falling for it. I know a yeah. fucking thought when I you see can't one. Push it. <laughs> oh my god. Um I I probably said too much, but at the same time I I never miss an opportunity to to try. We pay tribute, you have to roast somebody yes. because this is out there. Yes. There's a vocal conspiracy minority that's in the media too. Trying to promote this narrative, which again I've called it in, a modern-day Emmett Till uh, lynching, almost of destroying this man's legacy or saying it wasn't worthy or uh, tarnishing his what he's done, based on things that aren't credible. Right. I'm I'm just when it is credible, I will say, hey man, it's not a good look for you know Harvey Weinstein or or Bill Cosby, uh,
2: fucking uh, Spacey, right?
1: not a good look for any of them. They are, some of them are convicted sex offenders. Awful people. Yep. Sandusky, uh, J- Subway Jared. Kobe is not that. Mm. I'm Tyson's sorry. convicted. Ty- yeah. I Sadly, that, uh, Tupac is uh, convicted. Just, Sadly. Oh,
2: I forgot about that. Yeah. So, Tupac,
1: yeah. we're just not going there. And I do believe if there was enough evidence, the Colorado, Eagle County, Colorado PD would have had no problem having a high-profile criminal case.
2: Well, the, th- the thing is... In a criminal case is different than a civil one. The, yep. the, the, the criminal thing was done and over with. Because of her. Because of her, <laughs> whatever. However, stuff that gets brought up in a civil trial is completely different than can be brought up in a uh, criminal. criminal trial. Agreed. Okay. It's, it's a different level of like evidence and, and et cetera. And you can sort of bring up whatever the fuck you want to. It's almost like a... Ju- now, i minimize it by saying a Judge Judy kind of yeah. proceeding, but Judge Judy is a civil... Yeah. Court. Yeah. And everything. So you can make claims or whatever and say whatever. Be like, oh, yeah, when uh when I was with him, he Kobe said that he cheats on Vanessa every weekend. Yeah. Or whatever, where someone can be like, uh,
1: objection. It, do- it does not work like that in some But but let me just be really, really clear on this, because again, people can misconstrue my words and come at me on Twitter and Facebook and whatnot. If you are a victim of assault of any kind, my greatest sympathies go out to you. I hope that that bastard uh, burns in hell, and I hope that uh, that person gets convicted all the way around. I, I, I'm not supporting that we, one bit.
2: We are talking about this specific... This incident. case. This
1: yes. woman. This case that y'all don't like to read any type of articles about. Yeah, Exactly. Um, Sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, 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 it's all good. Um, tomorrow uh, we record for Black and Black Times Infinity and um, I'm going to... I'll share my mamba mentality moment because i I think everybody has had a mamba mentality moment yep whether it's if you were playing sports Mm -hmm. or in your job or career or whatever it is it's just a moment where you're just like you know what i need to get my grind on but it could have been just fucking paying the bills yep or whatever you'd be like oh shit i was a victim of some identity theft and I needed to go to work. And I needed to grind my ass off and do whatever the fuck it is I needed to do for a week or bartend or whatever. Whatever it is that you do, everybody in their life has had a Mamba mentality moment. And I think that's why Kobe resonates with so many people. And uh, I'll share mine on the cast tomorrow because it'll be interesting to hear a nice little roundtable <clears throat> of everybody's sort of Mamba mentality moment. Yep. Um, we've obviously been gone for a long, long time. Several weeks in terms of what we need to discuss on sports, and obviously this being the uh, the big wedding cake uh, issue. But there is a Super Bowl being played. Yep, you're I'm Niners. A, I'm a 49er fan, and it sucks because I, the I posted on my Facebook. I was like, the past 40 hours, I haven't been able to even care about the Super Bowl. Yep, I'm all about trolling Saints Twitter, Saints fans, and <laughs> everything. Glorious. I was ready to be like, oh, your Saints are playing today. Who that or whatever. And then the Kobe Bryant news happened, and I couldn't say shit. I was like, I don't even care. Saints, you all lucky. <laughs> I got more impressing, more. I'm more depressed about this and everything. But when I was in the Super Bowl. They are. Jimmy G is there. Um, obviously, you abandoned football after I your did. Raiders left, after I said the Raiders were going to leave. You, you, you might not me, You might have said But I told everybody they'd gone. And for years, you said it ain't happening. And it happened, and Stitch was right again. Um... I think the Niners are going to win this comfortably. Ooh. Um, I've learned over the years that defense always trumps offense. Okay. Um, I remember the the last time where I was just like, no, this offense can't be stopped was, ironically, when your Raiders played Tampa Bay. Mm. I remember I was like, it doesn't matter, Rich Gannon. Tim Brown. Coming off an MVP year. They, I was like, they, their offense can't be stopped. Who's going to slow them down? Blah, blah, blah. The defense always slows them down. And at that point, I was like, when you get a good defense on the, on the field, it neutralizes everything. Okay. You saw it happen again when you had the undefeated Patriots roll up and play uh, the Giants, yep. who had an amazing D-line, which is identical to how the Niners play their game right now. And they shut it down. They're like, oh, you can't, you can't hold the Chiefs to – to 30 points or 24 points, blah, blah, blah. You had the New England Patriots with Randy Moss in his prime, Tom Brady in his prime, put up 17 points. That was was the greatest offense we had ever seen. They literally went through the season undefeated. Perfect. And defense shut it down, stopped it and everything. People were just like, oh, well, the difference in the quarterbacks, you got Jimmy Garoppolo versus... Patrick Mahomes Patrick Mahomes is a star. He's putting up all these points. I just I I remember a couple years ago where Tom Brady went went against a backup in Nick Foles and lost the Super Bowl. He did. Um so miss people with just short memories just I just laugh at um I'm, it's going to be a good game cuz uh it's it's not one of those matchups where just like one side is way more uh favored than the other. I, I think the, the Vegas line is maybe like one, one and a half points, so it should be a close game, but I just think the defense for the Niners, the pass rush, is just going to cause problems. And everyone's just like, I, I've, I've watched damn near almost every Niners game from beginning to end, and everyone's just, the, the run game is, is amazing. Mm. Being able to eat the clock and keep the ball out of somebody else's hands is paramount. Or If you got an offense, even when you go against teams like when Peyton Manning was doing it. Yep. You're just like, well, Peyton Manning can't do shit if he's on the sidelines. This is true. That's essentially, what you got to do, just run the ball, grind the clock out. I think Shanahan learned his lesson from being up 28 to three, in terms of the value of running the ball yeah. and not just throwing it around. The clock is your friend when yep. you're up at that point. And I think he's got a uh, a lot to prove uh, mentally for himself and just to get all those that monkey off his back and, and handle it. I predict the Niners to win. Thirty-five, seventeen. Write it down. Thirty-five, seventeen is what I got, and um, hopefully the Niners win six. Unfortunately, I the parade is going to be. Ske- I saw the Niners parade is going to be scheduled on the Wednesday if they have it. Okay. The Niners do play in Santa Clara, which is interesting. You, you might not. You, the parade is going to be
1: in San Francisco. Okay, so wait, I just we're we're a few days away from the, the Super Bowl. Are you sure you want to put out their parade info? This
2: is what because. Niner, Niner Twitter was asking, like, well, if we win, where would the parade be? Oof. They play in Santa Clara. It's called the San Francisco 49ers. Okay. You do have, I mean, and I, I'd i have to remember that actual number, but I, I heard a funny trivia thing. And I think it's like 13 different professional teams don't play in the city, the city that they claim on their, their whatever. Yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, well, yeah, that'd be interesting. Would they have it in Santa Clara? I don't think that they would because Santa Clara is just... It's a suburb. Suburb and fucking fancy-ass tech companies. So they would have it in San Francisco, but they were scheduling for that Wednesday. Storm is due on Wednesday. Storm is coming supposedly that Wednesday, so I can't go if I wanted to go. Can't do it. Uh, I went to a, the Warriors parade just to say I'd been to a, a parade. Obviously not a Warrior fan or stan or whatever, but I just wanted to go to the championship parade just yep. to experience that thing. Um, so hopefully the Niners win, it'll be exciting, I'll be hyped, and uh, ironically, my first Super Bowl when I was born, Niners won. Okay. So if Storm is, comes before the Super Bowl, or whatever, or same sort of calendar year, it'll be with the Niners win.
1: I like Niner it. victory. I am not going to be a hater. I wish you guys all the best of luck. Um... I'm not going to be watching the fucking game. I mean, when I was a avid football fan, uh, the Chiefs were the Raiders' rival. Uh, they still are. They're AFC West. Oh, you can't root for them anyway. Yeah, I, I can't root for them. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, I've just been a ve- in a very fuck uh, NFL mode ever since that incredibly uh, ugly news out of Las Vegas, which still doesn't make any fucking sense.
2: And what, can we... Well, Just be a quick rundown because we obviously want to touch on some some stuff or whatever. Um We're kind of running longer than our normal MJ Kobe episode. Your boy Antonio Brown. How is he my boy? He's, all your, He's your Oakland Raider boy. He didn't even play a game, did he? He wasn't in just he, he an he for like a two week he period. Checks from your boy Gruden. Yeah, Another one of your boys. What what is up with this? What you have anything to say? Rationalize with this boy. Antonio doing. Brown
1: is a nut job, Um you know. And again, I'm not following. I'm not watching the games, but of course, you can't avoid Sports Center or Sports Talk Radio or just ESPN He's in bags general. Bags of
2: dicks at, at his baby mama.
1: He's a absolute maniac. Um, here's the thing: sadly, there's some true mental illness going on, and probably some CTE or some some, some that PTSD, me. something going on. But he's a maniac. He's also one of the most talented men in the world at what he does. And so he will get an o- another opportunity. Um, that talent <laughs> seems to trump everything. Because remember, for a hot minute, he was with the Patriots, right?
2: We, yeah, he played one game this season with the Patriots. And then a trainer came out and accused him of sexual What assault? happened to that, too? I don't know.
1: Did that get settled? Is I there a case coming up? Was,
2: they were looking into it. And in the meantime, he got cut or whatever, which is crazy. Then he started talking shit on, on Bill Kraft, on how you're going to cut me when you were in the massage parlor and shit. He was in the and massage ju- parlor. He just burning bridges. So they were like, all right, well, you done. And he's just been acting crazy. He'll act normal. Then he'll act
1: crazy again. So the thing about the NFL is this. The NFL is a shield for a reason. The NFL don't care about who you are as a person, really. It's what can you do for me immediately right now, and if you are too much of a liability or a distraction, which is one of their favorite words. Quote,
2: distraction. Quote,
1: unquote, distraction, and that distraction outweighs your talent level and productivity on the field, by,
0: Yes.
1: by Felicia sure. is what they do, and this is not just, uh, obviously, the Patriots or the Raiders. This is a universal NFL thing. The uh, the way they're you know collective bargaining and the power of their NFLPA and all of that, they don't have the clout like the NBA, where the play, like a few players like LeBron, Steph, and KD say or, or or Kawhi say, hey, how about this is the way it's gonna happen? Yeah, yeah, If LeBron starts going on Instagram and Steph starts going on Instagram tomorrow or even tonight, saying, yo, Silver, the logo needs to be changed this week. I promise you they're going to start the preliminary serious discussions about changing the fucking logo or putting a Kobe fucking picture on every NBA arena, like on half court or something. Like, literally, the players run shit and have more power and leverage.
2: Yes, and it was interesting. Um, We had not had an episode discussing it, but to sort of put a, a bullet point on that is you had a player check an owner when... Uh, Maury spoke out on the China
1: stuff. Oh yes, I forgot about that. LeBron
2: came out and was just like, "You got an owner that don't know what he's talking about." Blah blah blah, and then it it was awkward. Yes, it was. I mean, we don't have enough time to. LeBron get into was in the, China at the time. The depths of whatever, but they were. He, the NBA was in a tough spot. LeBron was in a tough spot because they were like, China got this money, but they're doing some fucked up shit over here, but we need this money. It was all over the free Hong Kong. Game. Yes. Uh, so that that was very, very interesting. But obviously something, I mean, we saw what happened with Kaepernick and, and the whole kneeling aspect of the things. The owners run the NFL. The NBA, the players run. They run, have more power. Yes. They have much more yeah. power. You can name... I could name more owners in the NFL than I could owners of basketball teams. I don't know yep. who runs 90% of the basketball teams. I yep. don't know who runs the Portland Trailblazers or who's the fucking Memphis Grizzlies CEO or anything anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just transition. Have you watched Aaron Hernandez documentary?
1: I've. It's on Netflix. I have not seen it yet. I'm God, going to, I'm to watch going, that. I'm going to watch it. So good. I heard. Um, I hear great things. We'll I have to, to get it.
2: into that. Hopefully, I'll bring it up on the cast tomorrow, and hopefully, we can get some people to watch that, so we can have a, a really good group discussion on that because there are so many layers of craziness going on with God that. damn. Okay. And then your boy.
1: My oh boy again.
2: Conor McGregor. Oh boy. He fought a tomato can. Uh, named the cowboy, or whatever. Um, I've—I I don't know how many times I can be right about something. Woo, boy, yeah. USC um, killed its product. Uh, they let it fertilize, become a corpse, and then try to put it out there again. Last time we saw McGregor, um, that the masses, or I—I don't know if he's fought regularly cuz I'm not a UFC super fan and those that want to try to check me or come at me whatever you you watch UFC every Saturday or whatever mm-hmm. UFC 227 UFC 228 whatever the fuck number it is I'm not a I'm not a die hard UFC stand. I'm just a casual fan I'll watch it if it's on if not mm-hmm. I I don't care you got my attention with this McGregor thing you dragged him out in front of my face yep. I watched him get annihilated by a 40-year-old Floyd Mayweather. Yep, I remember that. In the meantime, y'all been, oh, it needs to be a rematch. I'll whoop his ass again, blah, blah, blah. Sit down shut up. Mm -hmm. Then you you fought another UFC guy, the Eagle dude or whatever, the one that jumped over the cage. Yep. Whooped his fucking ass. It was was not competitive. Gave him a beatdown city. And... The only reason we really even talked about it is because Homeboy jumped in the cage and decided to whoop every the, the entire entourage because you let this McGregor guy get to the UFC uh, to the WWE levels where you're just trolling his entire religion, his race, his background, his country, and everything. And the man was pissed off about it. Mm-hmm. And you, you, that's what you get. You play with gasoline and dynamite. You explosion happens. That's on you. So we. Want to get the McGregor build up because literally he's your only cash cow. You get Daniel Cormier that you try to put in front of us. He's fighting these names that I don't know if they're good or not, but he wins. But then you put him against John Jones and John Jones whoops his ass. So yep. I'm believed to think that John Jones is supposedly the best thing since mm-hmm. the fucking microwave. John Jones can't piss clean. So what? Wh- I can't get Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame. Or whatever, Don't use it. but you want me to dish out eighty bucks to watch this guy who cannot pass a drug test for either coke or PEDs or whatever, and you want me to spend ninety dollars to watch this dude fight, and no, it, do- it doesn't make any sense. Like I-, I want a legitimate, clean fighter that. Organically is brought up. Don't hype it up like Rousey. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see somebody. All right, that person. I respect their skill. The, the Eagle deck guy looks pretty good. I want. I I'd be interested in seeing him fight again. They're not promoting him. Nope. I don't know when he's supposed to fight again. Is he supposed to fight this weekend? I, I don't fucking know because they're not giving me any reason to, to watch him. So Dana White, you're fucking up on that shit. And then you. So you had McGregor come. Out of this, whatever, the mm-hmm. baddest man is back. He's not the baddest man, because the last couple of times I've seen him, he's gotten his face punched in like a fucking, I, I don't even know, a pinata. Yep. He comes in, fights this, this cowboy dude, who I, I have no idea who the fuck, Cowboy Cerrone, whatever the fuck his name is. The fight lasts 40 seconds. Yeah. I watched the fight. just Oh, you saw it. I didn't pay for it. Fuck no, I wouldn't pay for it, or whatever. I mm-hmm. just happened to be at a Buffalo Wild Wings, eating some wings. Then I with a friend, oh, fight's on, all right, I'll go watch it, grab a beer. I watch it, and I watch this fight last 40 seconds.
1: It's not very long. That's not very long. Now,
2: for those that try to, oh, well, Tyson fights lasted 40 seconds. Tyson, don't compare Tyson Mm. to Conor McGregor or whatever. If you do, I'm not even going to address you because you're trying to provoke me with some stupid-ass comparison. Conor McGregor is not Tyson. You're trying to build up this broken-down machine that you... Trotted out there, got wrecked, and now you're trying to rebuild this whole image that he's the best man on the planet. He's back, and he fought some fucking guy who looked like he didn't even want to be there, and lost in forty seconds.
1: I'm I'm, I'm at a kind of a loss because I like numbers as a sports guy. I'm trying to on the fly while you're you're breaking things down. See if I can find the, the numbers. And I know they did the whole ESPN thing. But uh, off the top of some of my Google searches... Are like ratings? Or yeah, ra- ratings or viewership or pay-per-view or, or a combination of both. Um, I might have to find people, that a little People turned bit later. in to
2: watch Rousey. And people turned in to watch uh, Greg McGregor or whatever. Now... Once Rousey lost or whatever, that whole thing kind of poofed. She ended up going to the WWE, left WWE because I think she's pregnant now, et cetera, et cetera. But
1: people say she wasn't well, even good in WWE. I will give you credit. You called Rousey years ago um, in terms of... Uh, UFC fans were mad at me, coming at me, flickering, flickering out, and she's certainly not in the sport. I'm just trying to determine, and this is a question that I need to do my own research on. I'm trying to see if... His pay-per-view numbers were anything close to the old. If you
2: attach it to what the one that he just did, yeah. Oh no, not at all.
1: I, 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 it looks like that's the case. I feel like just like with uh, video game sales, if it were the case, I feel like it'd be very easy to find. Oh, it did. You know, twenty billion, and that's. I will. I will keep doing my searching. When he fought Mayweather,
2: that was huge. That was huge. And I will say it was because of Mayweather. Of course. Mayweather brought money in. Mayweather is Money Mayweather. It's Money May. Um, I'll have to do a little bit of research in, before I go into my boxing versus UFC analysis. But it, whenever you get a top-tier boxing thing, that will mo- that moves the box uh, to oh. crazy levels. I mean, yeah, you'll, your everyday UFC fight, yeah, that, that is, a, is a high pay-per-view number. But when you have a, a Tyson, Lennox Lewis, or or or, or something, I don't really know how that the whole Tyson Fury and, and the other guy, uh, I can't think of his name right now, that the, the other boxer dude that had like the, the rematch or 3 threepeat thing going on, but uh, triple triple G or whatever, mm-hmm. um, their pay per view numbers go up, but the other boxing uh, draws are kind of blah. Yeah, um, they just don't they don't pull boxing numbers. When you have your top tier UFC versus your top tier boxing,
1: Man, I mean Manny Pacquiao is an international superstar. Yeah,
2: Pacquiao Mayweather that to that is either one or that is number two for the top pay per view thing of all time. Yeah, let's let you had a box you had to have a boxer attached to it.
1: it. It would be nice uh, to kind of go down that list a little bit. I think that maybe we can say that for post Super Bowl, do And I know you know you'll have your uh, storm uh, in your in your life, but. Uh, going down the list of top pay per view would be a very interesting list. Just like, and be interesting to go. I'd be down interested the list. to
2: see how it compares to WWE. Yeah, yeah, like they,
1: WrestleManias. That that'd be a very fun conversation. Um, but yeah, I mean, I didn't hear a whole lot of buzz, you know, and, and that's anecdotal. But again, I'm not the big fighting guy that or fighting viewership fan or whatever. Like I said, but we're, I do we're care. Casuals. But I do care about the business of sports. And so um, if there's something that's on the come up, whether it's soccer, cricket, WNBA, you know, whatever, tennis, um, and someone is transcending that sport and making it must-watch TV and sustaining that for several years, that's something that I'm going to always respect because it's hard to do. Mm -hmm. Nobody gave a shit about uh, tennis in this country. Uh, for several years. Still nobody gives a shit about American tennis uh, wow. on the men's side. Serena and her sister have kind of held it down for 20 fucking years.
2: I've heard the name of that girl. I uh, can't think of the name Coco? off. Coco? Of yeah, Coco. And then there's another young one coming up and... Good. It's it's being built up organically because yeah. she's earning her way there rather than just like, oh, you got to check out this person or whatever. She's beaten Serena. Uh, she's She's handling her shit during these tournaments or whatever, so... Potential female star coming up, which I mean might give me a reason to. If we're gonna be honest, it's towards it's a, the back end of Serena's career. Yep, it everything. is. So I mean, if, if there's another young tennis star that we all need to watch and check out, good for tennis for letting her compete her way up to the mountain, yeah. rather than just placing her up there and be like, "Go look, look, this is who you need to watch."
1: Well, also, I'm gonna have to say this too. Let's not treat her like shit, because. Um. Someone needs to do a full-on five- or six-part documentary about the way Venus and Serena have been treated for the last 20 years, despite being the face of tennis. And yeah. that one, actually, I would feel like ESPN needs to cover it and heavily promote it, or it might even deserve to be in theaters.
2: Yeah, I'm sure they'll do a 30 for 30, uh, once it's sort of a bow ties wrapped up on our career yeah. and everything. Um, I did see today that, I guess on... I don't know if it's this Thursday or next Thursday. They are doing a Michael Vick thirty Good. for thirty, which I think will be highly interesting because yeah. um, I mean that's polarizing as you can get. Yeah, I mean on look, so many levels.
1: Vick was one of the faces of the league. Um, you know, I of course had grew up with dogs and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Don't have any problem with dogs. I don't have one now. <laughs> um, he 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 fucked up, you know, and he was convicted, unlike Kobe, convicted <laughs> of something, and he paid his price. Yeah. Uh, paid the price for it, and he was also the face of the league, cover of Madden and shit. Mm-hmm. One of the most electrifying players we've ever fucking seen in this league. So, you know, it it, it is what it is, but I, I like the fact that ESPN chooses uh, very interesting athletes uh, for their specials. The biggest one I'm looking forward to, we'll see who's in the NBA Finals, but there's going to be a 10-part documentary all about uh, the 98 Bulls.
2: Oh, I did not know that.
1: Yeah, so that's coming. Interesting. Uh, we, we will see, man. I mean, there's so much stuff going on with sports. I mean, good luck to your Niners. I feel bad that so many people are, are just grieving, really grieving yeah. over Kobe. Um, the the fact that, you know, there's going to be murals all over the place. There's going to certainly be some changes in the league, certainly some additional yeah. Yeah, dedication. Yeah, people changing their
2: numbers already.
1: I love that. It's, I, it's, love it. really, really cool I love it. It's really cool. I love it. whole and
2: generation of, of athletes just, like, I out a tribute. Yeah. Whatever. And they're doing it on their own. It's not just like a... A Jackie Robinson kind of thing where they're going to re- retire is just like not a respect. I'm not wearing a number. Right? Do, I think it's really cool.
1: Do it all. Do it all. Um, I, I I love that aspect of it. I'm really uh, heartbroken for. I mean, Vanessa is uh, lost a child and and a husband yeah. same day. And and Insane. that's it, it. It's tragic. I, I can't really wrap my head around. Oh, th- here's the thing. I, I I don't think we've mentioned this, and I know we're going super long, but. The saddest part, the part that got me, and I wasn't able to sleep Sunday night at all, the thing that got me was he hasn't had his Hall of Fame induction. That's crazy. Because you're supposed to wait five years. It's been four. And we've we've given out the Crying Jordan uh, award all Mm -hmm. the time. Crying Jordan of the Week, Crying Jordan of the Year. That came from Jordan's... What didn't it come from the Hall of Fame speech, yes. right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So we don't know what kind of awesome shade was going to be thrown it by was going Kobe. To be
2: so good. and we touched on it. He's so articulate and so smart, and it just would have been really, really good to just get a little bit of behind the curtain or whatever. He would. We would have learned more about the Mamba mentality, of and everything. Just hearing him just just speak. Yeah. I, I would, I would, that would have been prime time viewing for me just to watch and listen to it. it. It really, really sucks that it didn't. We we were deprived of that
1: just as fans and just as everybody wanted to see yeah. that. Everybody. Well, you yeah, know, I mean, it was Jordan, going to
2: be the best Hall of Fame class of yeah. all time. You would have Duncan, Garnett, and Kobe.
1: Yeah. And J- Jordan, in his speech, talked shit about his high school coach. You know, like. Yeah. The level of petty, shady, uber-competitiveness that uh, is what Jordan was all about didn't stop after retirement. We know that didn't stop after retirement for Kobe. The, the, it was a huge loss, not being able to have that. And, of course, uh, the NBA, rightly so, has said, fuck the five-year tradition or five-year minimum requirement. Uh, he's going in now. Yeah. So... Uh, I mean, we,
2: we already knew it was going to happen. Yeah. It's, it's not like one of the baseball things where it's just like, oh, did, were you 100% of the vote or whatever? I mean, no one really cares about that with, with basketball. I mean, he was going in. He was going to be the headliner. Uh, of course. I mean, obviously, Duncan, we, we've gotten in discussions or whatever about who had a better career, whether it's him or Duncan. Barely anybody knows what Duncan sounds like when he talks or whatever. Look. Uh, if, you want, if you want mic time or whatever, KG sounds like an idiot when he talks. Duncan doesn't talk. We wanted to hear Kobe talk. Kobe was going to be the last person to speak that night, and we would have all tuned in, and it would have been the highlight to hear exactly what it was that he had to say.
1: These are facts. Um, Now, listen. Duncan is a five-time champion. There's never going to be any shade against him. Right. Um, I feel like he has been overlooked for his, his greatness because he has a boring personality. That's what drives me crazy. I'm just like, this is not... Carl Malone or Charles Barkley, where they had a great career but didn't win any. He won five chips yeah. and was a layup away from winning six. I, but, yes, at the same time, he is a very boring character. Um, and has a lack of character. And isn't super eloquent. And is awkward. And doesn't dress well. And all those other things about Duncan. But boy, could he ball.
2: Yeah.
1: And um, he, him crying on the sideline because he's an assistant coach for the Spurs... Uh, was tragic because yeah, we've crazy. never seen him show yeah, that kind of emotion. Void of emotion, yeah. So, um, you know, it, it just shows the powerful impact of uh, uh, of Kobe. And, again, I've come around even more so. Uh, you know, this is a franchise that I always associated with Magic prior and Kareem. And those guys seem like they are distant memories and it feels like the Lakers were built with Kobe, yeah. Which is amazing to say. It,
2: it it really is. It's just I mean, not to just rehash stuff, but it's just so crazy to imagine that people like Bill Russell is saying R.I.P. to Kobe. Yep. Or whatever. Like old old heads are like Kareem is saying R.I.P. Well, see that was Magic. I mean, we thought Magic was. We thought magic was dead. Yeah, in the nineties. In the nineties, when when that news dropped, and that's a whole different thing about how we perceived how the HIV virus worked, and yep. et cetera, et cetera, with, with EZE and all that stuff. But it's just crazy that we lost him so young, just instantly in a blink of eye.
1: Here's the other thing that's really sad, uh, and I know we're going on and on, but the, the, these things have to be said. This is a little therapeutic. This was also going to be another black billionaire with a B well on his way mm-hmm. to building another empire outside of even sports with uh, films and schools and all this other stuff. But he was on his way to having Oprah, Tyler Perry, yeah. Jay-Z money. And what he would do with it would be very different yes. from a lot of those other names that I have dropped.
2: He wasn't just going to open Starbucks.
1: No. Yeah. Even though obviously Magic certain certainly set a lot of templates in terms of what you can do outside of sports business wise and yeah, the greater uh, L.A. and the, the world. Kobe was on his way to billionaire status, yeah. and I know he would have achieved it. And then the other thing is, it just feels like we mi- we're missing out on 40 to 50 years of him showing up at All-Star Games. Yeah. talking shit talking, to young players.
2: courtside talking shit to 20 year olds yes. or whatever ready yes. to go. Yes. So just be like just during warm ups just him just be like I'll be right back and him I'm, just walking on the court and just in the layup line yeah. just doing layups.
1: Unlike Jordan sitting up here with wingtips on up in the, the bleacher uh, behind the glass yeah. and whatnot, Kobe used to sit courtside.
2: Yeah. Explaining the game to his daughter that is the best one of the, that's a Hall of Fame GIF.
1: He, he would have been doing that for probably the rest of his career and having a direct impact on the game. He did that thing on ESPN, Details. Yeah, Details, yeah. He was going to be so involved in the lives of, publicly, in the lives of young players, mm-hmm. women, girls, and men, for for decades to come, that it was just going to be fun to watch Yeah. him his legacy continue in that way and we did we were robbed of the opportunity to see him at Bill Russell's age, you know, handing out the Larry O'Brien or the Insane. MVP yeah. trophy. Because that's what would have been the case. Yeah. So so many good just photo ops oh. and hilariousness. Sorry another thing just popped in my head. He's from the uh greater Philadelphia area area, Lower Marion High School, right? If, he, if Kobe made it to a billionaire status, what's to prevent him from owning the goddamn 76ers?
2: Well, well uh, Max Kellerman was saying when he, I, uh, he, when he first saw the news or whatever, and it was just like, oh, did you hear about Kobe? His first thought was, oh, shit, Kobe bought the Lakers. Yeah, <laughs> see? And I've heard other people thought that Kobe, oh, shit, Kobe's part owner and now the Lakers, because it, it would have made fucking sense or whatever. Genie... Position. I mean, he. I mean, you yeah. Palinka and uh, he, his fingerprints and uh, it was all over. It was all set to kind of just transition and just be there. Yes. Whatever. So I mean, that that would have just went in smooth, and um, you, you you know he especially with how much love he had in the game and how much he was invested into it, especially after like losing David Stern and and everything. You know how much. Uh, somebody in these positions, they need to be somebody that loves the game. Yeah. And how much how symbolic it is for somebody like to see them be the figurehead for the sport. And people would have
1: just loved it. It would have been great, well fitting. And he still would have sat courtside.
2: Great ambassador. It wouldn't have just been like, oh, it's just an America thing or whatever. No. International. Yep. Yeah. I mean, all across are you, the All Star teams that you got Giannis from Greek by way of Africa, you mm-hmm. got. Um, what's the guy? The guy from uh, Dallas. Uh, Luca. Luca. And then the guy from Denver. I mean, just all these international players. And it's just, I mean, Kobe's fingerprints are all over it. Yeah. It's really good.
1: We we all missed out on that opportunity. Yeah. Holy shit, man. We
2: went crazy long, but it was well worth it. It was highly, highly therapeutic, uh, much needed, and... I've been enjoying listening to other people talk about how Kobe's affected their lives. It's helped me uh self internalize how I've dealt with what Kobe meant to me Mm -hmm. and just uh the legacy that I plan on carrying on and uh just how to just be a better person in general and everything. And then um it sucks that it takes a tragedy for this to happen. Uh and in like a martyrism kind of way um obviously we'd much rather have kobe here with us um but can't do anything it's it's spilled milk at this point and all you can do is just learn from it and be better and just carry on that that mentality and pass it on—that's what Kobe would want. Yeah, I
1: was gonna say what Kobe would want is your ass in the gym.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: doing better. Why are y'all
2: talking on this podcast and not lifting weights? Right. <laughs> Get shit your ass day. in the
1: gym. You need to be practicing. Post. Yeah. Uh, you know, be passionate. Be watch film. Yeah, watch sure. film. <laughs> uh, study your opponent and uh, be filled with passion and rage. You know, and 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 be competitive and and uh, shit on Smush Parcher. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, exactly. Anyway, I, I feel like this was really good. We're going to still keep the name of the, the, the podcast oh, yeah, the same. Yeah, of course. Uh, we, we, we've been
2: here before the tragedy. I'm glad it's on record yeah. or whatever. I mean, I had people reach out to me to just ask like how I was doing because yep. they know I'm a huge super fan or whatever. And I mean, it is what it is.
1: Sad. Very, yeah. very sad. Um, anyway, I, I can't thank you enough uh, for doing this. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we've covered just about everything there is to say on this, but I'm sure there's always going to be more. Absolutely. And there's going to be more even like tomorrow and later on this week. Oh, yeah. But uh, this was fun.
2: Absolutely. Uh, you can shoot at me. Uh, hey, it's Stitch, H-E-Y-I-T-S-S-T-I-T-C-H on Twitter. Shoot, uh, shoot us your questions and everything. Uh, if, uh, if you want to ask, get our, uh, our opinion on anything, whether it's Kobe-related... Uh, whatever sport it is, Super Bowl, hockey, we'll try our best to do whatever it is that we can do. Uh, I mean, obviously, we, we've been gone for a while. We didn't even talk about the ass Astros uh, oh, I forgot Professor's about that. team, but uh, we'll, we'll try to get it out a little bit more regular and be hard with, with Storm coming, but obviously, it's, we love talking sports.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and you know, I love throwing shade, so if you want to hit me up on Twitter, at Cthulhu's Prodigy, you know how it's spelled. Uh, I'll uh, give you all that smoke. Yes. Like I'm giving randos on Twitter right now. <laughs> yeah. That don't like facts.
2: And uh, it pains me to say it, but uh, we've ended the, the show every week doing it. Mamba out.